This podcast contains adults using adult language. You have been warned. Looking back on the past where we still had a chance, we were pawns in a game that we could not win. There are also th- things uh, there that eat us. Hi. But, but <laughs> sharks are just puppies of the sharks ocean. Are, sharks are wonderful <laughs> sharks, creatures. No. And I'm content that they exist, but I am content that they exist in the ocean where I am not. So for the folks yeah, that are but exactly. now, I, 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 I've lost This is what we're already. coming into, yeah. We are, we are I, should, I my... should send you the video of me and then my friend and we were scuba diving and a 15 foot shark swims under me nope. and I grab onto its fin and I start swimming with nope. you so much love with puppies. Nope. And that's okay. But that happened to you. <laughs> and that didn't happen. It was fun. Guys, and, I mean, and... here I spent all day working on what was going to be the demise of Team X. But you know what? Clues already has it. Let's just go swim with sharks. That's yep. how that's going to be. <laughs> You got to remain fun. on land where there are no sharks. And I don't, because land the I don't fuck with the sharks. Uh, land water. shark, ma'am. Um, oh, oh, oh. Listen, all, all I will I'm kill the shit head. out of a bullet. I will. I will do it. All I'm hearing in my head right now is is the is the Godzilla cartoon theme song, but with Tunuk in it instead of Godzilla. <laughs> <sighs> so, hey, everybody. It is Sunday. It is just past 4 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and that means it is time for another episode of Team X. Um, there will be no sharks that we know of. No sharks were har- harmed that we that we know of in the making of this episode. Um, Yet, but listen, it's the day is young. Things can happen. We th- these things go off the rails so very quickly. Um, but I am Saint Brian. I am your dungeon master for this evening. But first, before we get started with the whole adventure in our minds type thing, I think we should probably introduce the players who are playing the characters that we are characterizing um so going around the horn as the old ritual has told us to do we shall start in the 11 o'clock position not it which you, th- you think she would know by now <laughs> yes no i was thinking about shark puppies and and then it just all went got, to hell like, from mentally there mentally distracted bubbles pretty much i need to find this one picture of a shark puppy. anyways i'm clues uh i play dread my gem weaver a tinker gnome sorcerer that likes to blow up shit apparently has a super evil side that's lurking underneath the not so shallow surface she's made of sugar and saccharine <laughs> but will also kill the shit out of you yeah we need and burn sugar, down everything you love. no no sugar spice and everything no. cynical or no i need an s word sugar and spice and everything sardonic Sugar, <laughs> sugar and spice and everything that will kill everything you love. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. No. <laughs> Which nothing. is funny because she almost got pitched off of a cliff from an icy, snowy monastery. Uh, this almost. is true. For fucking with my character. But but sledding. But sledding. <laughs> so, continuing around mm-hmm. in a clockwise fashion. Me this time, right? Yeah, yes. it's me. Totally me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Viking Goat. I play Thunic Jellentrek, a uh, nature domain cleric who likes to eat just about anything that is kind of a jerk. 
we're we're getting we're, we're we're tightening that circle now. Before it was anything. Now it's anything that was a jerk. Yeah, I think spiders are jerks in in the D and D world. It seems largely. Wasps. So therefore, spiders are okay to eat. Okay, why not? Um, and I think we also established that he's the uh, he's the hominid incarnation of uh, of, of wombat. <laughs> he is a chunky lad. Yeah. So continuing around around the clock here, around the table, as it were. Uh, I am Blind Cleric. I play human fighter Hugon Valander. And I think I think yesterday well, last session was a dream sequence. So we need to reset his like threat level in terms of his like, agitation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think we're still in the yellow right now, which is kind of Baseline. while you're on the plane called the Shadow Fell. You're never gonna dip below yellow. You're just kind of hover there, and then you can always <laughs> go up. So he's he's grump level yellow there uh, you at go. all times right now. <laughs> I think Hugon's in desperate need of a cold beer and a warm hooker. So, or, well now, or the other way around, a warm beer and a cold hooker. I don't know; it could go either way. It's just a shadow fell. <laughs> I don't like that either. I, both of those things I do not like. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, if you're just tuning in, this is definitely not a uh, PG-13 rated stream. No, 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 no. This um, is fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, we've listen. Already, we've, you don't bring four, children to this show. We're five minutes okay. in and we've already exceeded our, our allowed uh, uh, allowed number of F-bombs. So, um, Hey, what the fuck can I say? And la- last, but by no means least, of our cadre. Did we lose him already? Huh? No, he just went. Gideon said, "Nope." He's and, just AFK and uh, sprinted out of here. <laughs> I hope everything's okay. Um, well, let's continue with the introductions here. And well, uh, I'm Roz, also known as Purple Monkey Robots, and I play a tiefling bard uh, named Eno who enjoys walks through the library, leaving books behind, and uh, uh, mocking the foes. Oh. Yeah. So for the folks who listen to the podcast, uh, our friend, the blind cleric, sprinted off screen, but he came back with his beer. Well, so. my kettle went off and I was like, oh, shit. Uh, oh, yeah. My beverage. So yeah. when we last left our heroes, uh, they were in the shadow fell uh, engaged in a mission uh, to attempt to find a way to somehow clear up the um, the soul acne that Dren Mai had inflicted upon herself. Uh, when she performed a ritual to free uh, uh, someone named Laura Lissa Fiedlerson from uh, from some form of slavery, some kind of mystical arcane slavery by a rival group that has its own designs on Pinedale and the Chandlewood. Um, so they had traveled to uh, t- they had traveled far to find a possible cure, witness, and this journey has led them to the Shadow Fell. Um, wherein, after being chased by new creatures, which we have uh, aptly named the Creepypastas, they uh, took refuge in a small town where they partook of the local commerce, the local food and local drink. Thunuk pushed his luck just a little too far, tempted fate one too many times. And Mm -hmm. uh, as the result of a critical failure, a natural one, on a constitution saving throw when he decided whether he would or would not try the dessert. 
uh, we last week he was treated to a fever dream um, of of I don't know if epic proportions would be quite right, but. I mean, he did die. That's he a did die. <laughs> he died in his. This is true. He did die in his dream, where they were confronted by uh, some form, some visage of uh, an an adversary they have met before, uh, way way back at the beginning of season one. One that was originally identified possibly as Marcus Valander, which is a problem. It because that's he should be dead by over a hundred years by now is it a problem or is it a solution that just hasn't been Shut found up. and it's killed a problem. yet it's a problem we're not inter- <laughs> we're not entertaining the other side of this coin it is a problem is and it that just is maybe, it's just, maybe it's just temporary death no hush, hush. <laughs> quiet you <laughs> we are not we are not going to Can make I this to okay necromancer? Is it too late for that? <laughs> no we're not doing this Hmm, wait a minute. What are the possibilities? I want to be a death. I want to be a death necromantic. Shut up. She's gonna be up. a necromantic no. artificer. No, I forbid uh, it. It's my backstory. I forbid it. <laughs> yes, but now they have become intertwined. I can start fucking with Hugon's backstory now. You already <laughs> fuck with Hugon. Period. <laughs> I know. I love it. Backstory. Um, but yes, they were they were they were greeted in battle uh, over this over this crystal. Um, but before they had actually made made their way into the fortress of memory as they thought they were doing in, or at least Thunic thought was happening. Um, uh, Drenmai had gone gallivanting off with Laura Lissa uh, to pursue what appeared to be uh, the, the, the shadow or the shade of uh, the person who had originally held sway over Laura Lissa's souls. But when they returned to the battle, uh, it, Dren was transformed uh somehow she and Laura Lissa had become one amalgamated uh Patera neck uh Patera uh, earring wearing I'm so much taller now. Um <laughs> it looks and, weird so, and there was here. a name that came up I forget who did it. It might have been it might have been Roz there. Someone put a name in the chat for who it was. It was Dr- oh Dren Lissa. Uh <laughs> walked in and yeah. absolutely and in one fell swoop absolutely obliterated no, that, in one fell swoop, stole Hugon's thunder. Yeah, well, that too. That happened as well. Um, <laughs> Which is, to be fair, completely on brand for yes. the two of them. So, um, but uh, after and, and, and had appeared to take on some kind of maybe not so nice uh, persona. And at that moment, Thunic uh, woke up and realized it was all a dream. And maybe he shouldn't have been eating the way that he would have. Uh, or, or the way that he did, but probably not. I, I'm not sure he's going to come away from that that nightmare with that uh, that bit of information. Yeah, he's not. He's not going to learn his lesson. He's going <laughs> to no. think about things, but one of those things is not going to be his diet and what he eats right before uh, he goes to sleep. I think he's going to be super concerned about what took place in the dream. He's he's there's nothing in his mind that's going to connect that dream to the <laughs> fact that he overate. So, but as he woke up, still feeling a little uh, crampy, little gurgly in the stomach area, realizing just flop sweat, just need to sleep it off. He woke up and he did see that Dren was uh, sitting in the corner, fiddling, uh, tinkering with Rozzy. Um Not to be confused with Roz, the player. The completely different yeah. entities here. Just, just make sure. Completely different R name. Yes, not, 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 not you, Eno. I haven't turned him into a mechanical thing yet. 
again, we come to the word yet. It, it's it. Um, How do you feel about being the $6 million man, Ross? Well, I'm already a robot. That's purple <laughs> and a monkey. So, I mean, we've got all the pieces somewhere. Somewhere. We, we had all these extra pieces when we put them together. I guess they weren't needed. I don't know. These are bonus parts, clearly. <laughs> Extras. Um, so, but uh, Dren, uh, Dren is sitting in the corner doing your usual tinkering thing. Uh, not necessarily like paying attention to Thonic, but I'm sure like an eye is being cast in his direction. I'm to say, do I ever pay attention? <laughs> well, I mean, I, th- she has. We, we've established that there is a certain. That despite the fact that Dren, at the drop of a hat, will kill everything you love by her own admission. Um, I wouldn't say at the drop of a hat, but, you know, there are specific conditions the, that are... Yes, but nice. once those conditions, conditions are met, there's no... Once, the, once those conditions are met, there's zero hesitation. At least oh, that, of course not. At least oh, that's no, what's been no hesitation at all. <laughs> um, Listen, if you play the game, you got to be prepared to lose. <laughs> but she, uh, she has expressed that she does have a warm spot in her heart for the people that she hangs out with. She she does in her own way have a warm spot for Hugon. That's probably why she teases him the way that he does. She does. Um, I tried making him food and he wasn't happy with it. <laughs> that is not what happened. And you know it. <laughs> um, that is not what happened. Don't you dare twist this in your favor, woman. <laughs> um, but we also know that she has a heartfelt a... meal. <laughs> oh, no, a, a heart fart meal is more like Anyway, um, so but she also has a, a warm spot in her heart for Thonic, her 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 uh, frequent mount. Um, so she probably you know she walked him back as he started not to not feel so well back at the back at the uh, at the cafe at the uh, the Gloom and Shroom Cafe, um, and she probably recognized already that he was starting to have like you know, hallucinations on his way back. You know, it's like when that person has like the has that one edible, and you're like, "Oh crap, that was the one they shouldn't have had." They were fine up until that one, and then they had one more, and just walks him back. And you know, you're like talking about my backstory because fun fact, I've never done a drug in my life, but I, you know, friends mm-hmm. did, so I was always that person that was taking care of said friends. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, no, the walls aren't moving. Listen, listen, I know this acid is really good. You need to calm <laughs> yeah. down. Please just, don't do no, that. Please stop, please stop attacking don't the tree. Don't lick that. Stop, stop it. Licking you that. cannot backflip. You cannot backflip off the tree. You stop and, that. But the thing is, that's exactly. the entire time that Dren's bringing Thunic back. <laughs> don't lick that. No, do not jump off of that. No, please don't climb on that roof. No. That's not food. No, no. That's not a cute Lots fluffy animal. That's a trash can. Like, no, no. <laughs> He's trying to pet every cat that he sees. There are no cats. But he's trying to pet cats. all the cats that he sees. Um, there are too many. <laughs> I, I, I can legitimately see people like, why is he petting me? Good kitty. Good kitty. There's some very confused shit archai that are walking around. like <laughs> As if they didn't have enough problems already. Now there's a food drunk. Fearbolg. And Drenmai's no, just like, uh, he went and he did the food challenge at Gloomish. Okay, never mind. I got it. Yeah, this, this happens sometimes. Just move along. Sometimes the fungus gets its own fungus and, you know, it just goes, uh, it goes bad. It goes south. Um, so you eventually able to get, you're somehow able to get him to calm down, crawl himself in the bed because you're not getting him in the bed. 
Um, you, you tuck him in as best you can, but the blanket just isn't quite big enough. It's only like one side gets tucked in, then the other side pops out. So you could try to tuck that side in, but that side pops out, and you just oh, kind of yeah. like. I can't imagine they have any bedding here. That no, is gonna there's be like, the there's size. like, you've like tried to piece together a few, di- you like, you probably stole around and like, and like snuck away a few extra blankets trying to like piece together a reasonable solution. In the back of your mind, you're already starting to work on the mathematics of uh, expandable fear blanket. Like that can still be travel. Oh, size. I 100% have already been thinking about like a travel blanket or travel bedding for, for Sanuk. <laughs> That could be deployed in some way, you know. Um, exactly. Uh, Sleeping bag of holding. Oh God, I love it. Um, so <laughs> this is why I look forward to Sundays so much. Um, um, so as you're as you're as you are um, as you are uh, sitting there uh, tinkering uh, tinkering with doing your uh, Razi tinkering thing, um, you. Um, You hear, um, you hear a voice in your head, and it's Laura Liss's voice. I was about to say this isn't unusual, but okay. I hear the voices, but this time it's Laura Liss's. <laughs> I'm hearing voices. Shut up. And she says, "Can you hear me?" I'm gonna look around. I, like, put my finger to my head. Hello? She's like, this is weird, isn't it? This wasn't... We didn't... Who are you? Why are you talking to me? It's Laura Alyssa. I get on this line. <laughs> I know. New phone, who dis? New phone, who dis? <laughs> New brain, who dis? New phone, who dis? <laughs> New symptom, who dis? <laughs> like... It's wrong dre- frequency. No, dre- uh, I mean, <laughs> wrong number call back. Is, I, um, are you? I hear. Where are you? In my room. Do I know where her room is? Yeah, it's like three, like three rooms okay, down. Okay, so it's. Yeah. Okay. And she's like, "This is really weirding me out." Like, well, I did have the soul merge thing, so you know. But I like. Why do I want to? I've already taken apart everything in my room, and I don't know why. Oh, so much fun, isn't it? I have nowhere to sleep. Just put it back together. Sometimes when you put it back together, you make new stuff. I think I need help with this. Okay. Trot, 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 trot. Just opens the door. Yeah. And like you can. Hi. Yeah. And, and she's like, "Is there a way we could? Because right now it sounds like stereo. It sounds like you almost have like a monitor. You know, like when you have your headphones on monitor, where you can like hear yourself, but then you can hear yourself again. Or you're when you're talking to someone, and you kind of you're you're kind of getting like that." As she's talking, you're hearing it in your mind as well. I want to, I want to like go up to her mm-hmm. and do like the this head to head. Hello, do I get any like feedback? Well, she, she's just looking at you. And she's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's gonna help. I, 
Oh, I just wanted to see if I got like that thing where you put like two microphones close. And you, get, you get the feedback. You start getting. <laughs> you start getting yeah. the feedback loop from it. Whee! No, no, you don't get the. You don't get the. Okay. You don't, you um, the, uh, would Trent be obsessed with the echo that she's producing? Maybe. I don't know. Would she? Yeah, because oh, I. If I'm getting like an echo, I'd probably test. 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 <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Pitching. Board. <laughs> We're not going to go into that bit. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> name that movie. Um, if she called me over to help with the bed, I'd probably just start picking up stuff. Yeah. And uh, and you can see she made an absolute mess of this. This is not the way you take apart things. Like, even, okay. Like, like, Was anything broken or? Um, th- yeah, a couple things. Like that were forced apart in a way that you know just be. So you, you're you you you're probably used to taking things apart in a methodical way. You do it quickly. It might look a little chaotic, but there's a system there, and you know that. Oh yeah. Just if the screw is stuck, just forcing the screw is not going to help things because you know it's gonna it. Things will get stripped. Screws get bent. You might need that screw. You probably have an entire drawer just filled with screws. That you might eventually need. That you might need. There's always a use for something. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. So, so you can see she made an absolute mess of this. Um, So, you start trying to put this back together. Um, And as you do so, um, she just kind of sits. She sits down in the corner because everything in the room has been dismantled. Like chairs what was in the room there was a um uh there there was a a wardrobe um there was a chair uh there was a bed and there was like a um like a coat rack situation was being the operative word now you just have piles of things so i'm going to take components of the wardrobe and then the components of the bed and then the components of the desk and the chair. And I'm going to turn it into a wardrobe that folds out to a bed that when you put it back up, there's also space for a desk and then the chair tucks in. So some like Lego movie shit. (laughs) Okay. So this is taking you a little bit. So you're, you know, you're, you're, you're like, you're like digging through because it's kind of like the Lego box. It's not, so this isn't like a nice Lego box where you've got it all organized by, either by color or by the right shape. So, you know, if you need a six by two brick flat or a six by two brick thick, you know, you know exactly where to go. This is not it. This was all the Legos were poured into one box. So you're kind of like doing that ASMR digging through it thing, right? Trying to. Oh yeah. I'm diving right into this chaos. I just imagine there's times where it's full on. That's the the effect that I'm going for. I just imagine there's times where I'm imagining now Dren just diving, literally diving into this and digging around underneath the pile you know, and there's like a little, there's like a little. We have not explored trail. my shop enough. <laughs> there are piles. <laughs> no one's actually been standing on the floor when they walk in. They're actually standing on a layer, a stratification of parts. <laughs> there's, there's, just there's stuff yeah. like, like the storefront is fine and clear, but you want to go back into like the shop? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, there's so, stuff. Um, as you're doing this, she kind of sits in the corner, and Rosie, you know, followed you down, and and. He just curls up in her lap and goes to sleep, you know, and like little, little, little puffs of steam coming out the nostrils there. And he's, and, and she's just sitting there and she's like absentmindedly like scritching him, like right in the back of the head. 
um, give me like little scratches, little scratching the mechanical dragon. Yeah, scratch, scratch well, right by the wing. He's not one hundred percent mechanical. You'll find fleshy bits in there. No, he's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I already didn't like him. <laughs> Don't like him more. What the fuck is this? Um, and she says, "Have you been having any?" Like, I took a nap and I was having some weird dreams. Like, since we got here. I don't think I've slept since we got here, right? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's possible. J Dren probably hasn't. No, she. Yeah, I feel like I haven't slept yet. So I don't know. So we're supposed to find this crystal and bring it back and that's supposed to cleanse this thing right that's what they said because we went off in the darkness right so yeah. I, I got all this info from them right hmm I got all this info from like Hugon and Thanuk and Eno because we went off into the darkness oh yeah yeah at some point during the course of you're running away from the creepy pastas. This, this, the you are yeah. brought you are brought up to speed in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um. Wait, what? What? Uh, remember, I wasn't here last week. No, no, no. When you guys, I ran off into oh, the no, darkness. No, no, no. That was, no a dream. that was a dream. That was a dream. This that didn't a... actually happen. Oh, no, remember the shadow. I missed that. Remember that the librarian told you what needed to happen. Um. Okay. And, she and says, we can't trust him as far as we could throw him. And, and, and she says... But nobody tried to throw him. What if... What if we only made it so that it was better and we didn't... We didn't get rid of this thing. Well, it's slowly killing my crystals, so I have to get rid of it. No, but I'm, what I'm saying is, what if we, what if we fix that? Because it sounds okay. This is gonna sound really weird. So, and I don't want to weird you out more than we're already weirded out because I'm still hearing you in my head even though you're right here and this is new <laughs> this information is both new and troubling what what would happen if we decided to instead of having two souls what if we only had one nope I don't look at her be like Time out. <laughs> you know, I know I've been known to 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 be with, you know, people like you, but uh I don't know you that well. No no no, no. <laughs> She goes, No 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 I don't I don't I don't mean like that. I don't mean like that. I mean <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> she, she says no 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 I make this so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> I need to know you better. You got it. I mean, 
I mean, I need to know you better. I mean, we haven't even gone on a date yet, so you <laughs> she's know. Like, she's like, no, what? No, 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 no. I tried no. to have you out to dinner. You weren't into it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, <sighs> I mean, Rosie likes you, but that only gets you so far into my good graces. <laughs> She's like, no, I. Th- I'm- you know when you have like a dog or cat test? <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> Rosie test. It's the Rosie test. It's a Rosie test. Um, no, she says. I mean, I think that there's a way that we can. Be the same person. I think I'm still going on the same wavelength. (laughs) I don't know you that well. You. I don't. I like my soul. No offense against yours, but you're kind of Hugon's toy. (laughs) And she goes, uh, no, no, I, I mean, if anything, he's mine, but. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, I'm I... writing that down until you gone later. <laughs> um, <laughs> she, she says, "I know." Is it? I've just been having this overwhelming thought since we got here that I can't even put it in. Okay, never mind. I don't know. She's like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know how to describe what 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 I'm being this feeling I have that if we were to somehow merge our our souls we would then be exponentially more than what we are right now I'll just kind of like nod like I get feelings too I ignore them <laughs> feelings suck just gotta learn to ignore those pesky little things sometimes (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna treat it like 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 essentially like that but the dating thing almost (laughs) like no i'm sorry but I'm kind of no, seeing someone right now. That's gonna be, mm, <laughs> that's a no for me. I'm not really into it. I'm flattered, but no. Uh, and she says, uh, "Okay, maybe it's just, maybe it's just, it's this just place. you. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. Uh, no, she goes. She says, maybe it's, it's not place. you. It, or it's not me. It's you. Oh God. <laughs> she says, maybe. Uh, I'm gonna go back to my tinkering. And uh, um, just listen to her mumble. So we just had a request. I'm going to take us out into Storyland for just a moment. We just had a request from someone in the chat from Potato Storms here. Laura Lissa, uh, Laura Lissa Fiedlerson was a member of a rival group um, that uh, has its own designs. Comprised primarily of assholes. Yes. Let's, but that's um, very important. These are not good people. She and her brother were part of this, this group. But part of it was very much compelled, it seemed, due to shadow magic that she carried with her. And someone had basically captured a piece of her soul. Drenmai had freed the soul. But in the course of doing so, 
bonded it to her own, basically. So now they're kind of you know, merged it with mine. Yeah, they're 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 soul sisters now. Songs have been written. So, um, she says, and she's trying to come on to me, and I'm just not into it. <laughs> now she's coming <laughs> well, on in well, a really now. weird way. So how about <laughs> how about we become? Uh, she says, I, I think. How it just, about become what? No. I think it might just be this place. So, um, okay. Um. All right. Can can I just can I just can. All right. Can you just can can I just stay here while you're fixing all this? It's your room. That's yeah, fine. I just okay. <laughs> I, I no. I just don't want to make it. I mean, unless you want to go bug Hugon. <laughs> no. That might end poorly. No. He no. I think I'm gonna let him sleep. I I think I think. I th I think the man. I think the man is in need of a nap. A nap, <laughs> nap for you, gone. <laughs> Power nap. Um. So, she just sits there and continues to kind of, you know, give give Rosie little scratches, and every now and again he does like a little stretch, you know, and he you know settles in more, and you're able to build this combo, uh, Murphy bed wardrobe desk thing. Exactly. There, I figured they need more space, so I've just combined it into an all-in-one. Very, very saved him the trouble. Very Swedish design. You know, this is some straight IKEA space yeah, saver it, stuff like, here. If you had to name it, it would have nothing but consonants. You know that. Invisgarda. <laughs> is that how that's said? <laughs> uh, sure. I'm. There's lots of dots and lines where there shouldn't be. Um, right. So, uh, so you keep on tinkering and eventually you, you, uh, you do get yourself, uh, some sleep. Uh, you had made, you had dropped off some food for Roz that had happened. Um, everyone is able to get their own long rest. So everyone has all of their spells and hit points and, and, and everything. Yay. Everything. Back. Oh wait, I don't have spells. My spell is kick ass. <laughs> oh, it's, it just never runs out. Well, no, you have that cantrip, uh, punt. So. The cantrip of punt, yes, and also, um, God, what was the other one? It's something to do with doors. I don't remember. Remove. We'll doors. reinvent it. Later. <laughs> Not stools. <laughs> In any case, <laughs> I don't run out of spells. Um, so when uh, when you all eventually uh, awaken, uh, Thunuk, you're feeling much better, albeit a little sweaty. Um, there's entirely too many blankets on you from what you're used to. Um, there's like one blanket for each foot. Sounds reasonable. Yeah. Um, you have to take a few minutes to kind of extricate yourself from what, uh, Drenmai the previous night had rigged together to make sure that the blanket did not come untucked to the point of where it's like, you actually, you know, have to like. Is Thunix semi-mummified basically? In Pretty coziness? much. Yeah, yeah. It's like someone came. It's like you know how like when you go into like a, a hotel and and the sheets are very you know it's it's a very the bed is made very tightly. Well, mm -hmm. they did that. She did that, but you're in it. But she did it with multiple blankets, and to keep the blankets together, there's knots, and some of the times the blanket has been tied to you. So a whole mess if you're trying to get out there. But you you do feel better, although a little sweaty. You have that that kind of night 
you, know, you wake up and you're you know, kind of hot and kind of drenched a little bit. Um, yeah. So now you're just basically uh, a warm, moist fear bulg. Um, uh, it's the worst <laughs> Moist in areas that you didn't know could get moist. Um, so, uh, uh, so yeah, you all wake kind of when you feel like you're supposed to because there's no there's there is no sunrise. You when you wake up, the sky is the exact same color as it was as you went to sleep. Uh, for all you know, it's still the middle of the night. You're not entirely sure. Uh, you make your way down into the common room where there is uh, something that passes for food. Uh, gruel. Not not for the folks that are eating. And so here's the question. I know Hugon's going to eat because, you know, it's first thing in the morning. Hugon eats. Um, this is very true. As far as everyone else, when you see like this kind of gray looking gruel over with some kind of lumps and chunks in it. Does everyone have breakfast? I have eaten worse things out of worse vessels, so I'm not very uh, thrown off by this. Um, if we were going on a journey, I might have like a few little provisions with me, so mm. I might throw some of that on there, like some mushrooms or nuts or something. I just imagine Dremma has a bottle of hot sauce she carries with her and just... Yeah. Caffeinated hot sauce. My own. Oh my god! Yeah, she's my own hot sauce. Writing that down. Caffeinated. Caffeinated hot sauce. Needed hot. That's for when you want your kidneys voice. to both shut down and give you the shivers. <laughs> I'm fine with that. But caffeine yeah. survive a vinegar environment. It doesn't necessarily have to be a minute vinegar environment. There are all manners of way to make hot sauce. Well, imagine if it can uh, if it can survive like a, a soda where there's a lot of acidity. It should be it's able true. to survive. The pH vinegar. level shouldn't really matter. Mm -hmm. The capsaicin might, yeah. because the way it binds yeah. to mm -hmm. molecules is to grab its fat layer and We're then rip it We're getting way too into this. <laughs> <laughs> does Does Eno have breakfast? Uh, I'm, curious about, I'm always curious about the morning routines of someone who's <laughs> like on, because this isn't like roughing it, right? You're not out in the middle of the woods, but this is, this this is. Parts this is certainly here. not glamping. Certainly not. No, 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 no. This is like this is the kind of place that like Anthony Bourdain would have gone. Like happily, he probably would fucking love it here. Yeah. To be clear, right, he'd probably be all about it. This is a Bourdain place where like you know yeah. you're, you're you're gonna he's gonna take you around and you're gonna learn about this place via food and and know more than you ever thought you could ever know. Um, but yeah, so does Eno have food like this? Uh, well, Ido definitely wakes up and, and the first thing he does is grabs uh, his loot and tunes it. Mm -hmm. uh, so he spends like, you know, 15 minutes tuning it. Um, and then he puts on, you know, everything uh, and goes down to breakfast, like fully decked <laughs> uh, and probably looks for uh, an ale and like... Um, and bread and mm -hmm. just kind of has a light thing. He, he wouldn't want to eat a lot. So he's going for the, uh, he's going for the union breakfast. <laughs> yeah. It's for the, it's the steam fitters breakfast there. Beer and, and some bread and maybe a little meat, <laughs> you know, now, as we said before, did Thunuk learn his lesson? How is Thunuk's stomach feeling? Does Thunuk have breakfast? Mm. Uh, I believe he said Thunux uh, was feeling okay now, so he will have learned no lessons whatsoever. <laughs> uh, 
What is his constitution fact, score, by the way? What what is what is, what is your... something ridiculous? Let me check real quick. Uh, oh wait, it's not ridiculous at all. It's just a fourteen. Okay, well that's fine. That's like that's pretty hardy. A fourteen yeah. is a pretty hardy constitution. Where yeah, you're probably able to process that. Where someone else might be like sick for like the rest of the day. It's kind of like not just power through and good to go and. <laughs> he's probably like i i'm actually a little bit hungry now um less hungry than normal but i feel a hunger i should eat (laughs) you have a hunger (laughs) uh he he probably would have a bowl of the of the gray goop goopy the goopy gray stuff Mm. uh is it anything like the the do you remember the matrix the, oh the, yeah, tasty yeah. wheat. Yeah, that they ate tasty the, wheat. Tasty wheat. He's like, oh yeah, like the soy gruel. The, the gruel. Yeah, it's like it reminds me. It reminds me of tasty wheat. Remember that? Like, I think this no, is in my I mind. Don't. It's basically like <laughs> it's gray, mean. tasty wheat, gloppy, and it's basically got the stuff you need, but it tastes terrible. Yeah, it's it is bland. Um, and Thunic knows bland. Thunic has had has eaten some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. He's, he's eaten. Sticks. Thunic has oh, probably yeah. Thunic has probably licked paper in his day. This is probably. This, uh, what? Licked paper. Uh, Eaten paper? No. What? <laughs> Why would you do that? It's not for food. Sometimes you're hungry. No. Also wrong. <laughs> it's got fiber. No. Also. Also wrong. But no, not in the like the factual way. But like, <laughs> it's just not something you do. <laughs> You probably won't know it's not food until you try. I but I never this... have I looked at a sheet of paper and been like, I want to eat that. <laughs> this is probably the conversation never. that's happening like over breakfast. Though. Yeah, and I feel like Sanook would win that game of never have I ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. Until you got into some like like some, there's probably some weird places in which case then Hugon has never lost. Have you ever bathed? <laughs> That's got at some point I think the group has to play never have I ever because that that would be funny as hell. Uh. <laughs> it would be a fun even just for the fact of like figuring out stuff it'd be fun. <laughs> the things that like everyone has in common that no one knew. It's like hey look we've both gone a month without bathing before. <laughs> Who here has ever eaten their own toenails? I mean it's just... <laughs> But I imagine that's the conversation that Hugon and Thunuk and Drenmai are probably having over breakfast. That at some it's point, it's more of a conversation that's happening around Hugon, and he's just like constantly interjecting, like, "Like, what the fuck is wrong?" Yeah, with yeah, exactly. Where Thunuk's <laughs> like, "Man, you probably said what you're probably like. This tastes a lot like that paper I licked once." And then I probably just set it off with like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Thunuk's like, "Yeah, that time that I ate <laughs> excuse paper. me, what the but fuck? Why?" <laughs> Sometimes you eat paper. No, sometimes you do not. And Jenmai's like, yeah, you do. You never wondered how paper tastes like here. No, I haven't. God, you're weird. What if you designed something really cool and then you did realize that it could blow up the entire planet, so you decided to eat it so nobody else could have it? It happens sometimes. I am... That's a very specific situation. I am shocked. I, it was just an example. <laughs> I ate a poem once. See? Is it good? <laughs> No. Metaphorically? Oh. It wasn't. It, the Wait, poem wasn't good. Did I just oh. say the paper or the poem? <laughs> well, I mean, like, did, did it taste better? 
<laughs> Hugon's like, am I the only fucking sane human being around? You're the only human being I know, around. Like, he, would, he would not get that, and then he'd be like, shit, I'm the only human here. So yes, clearly. <laughs> F. Wait, isn't Laura Lissa human? She is, yes. Oh, yeah. Is she there? Is she talking uh, about eating paper? No, she's sitting, she's sitting like, at, <laughs> like, you guys have pretty much like two tables, like round tables, like pushed together. And she's sitting on the other end, and she too, she's not eating the gruel, she just has uh, a beer. And she goes, no, I've I've never eaten paper, so I don't know. And Dren, my, in your head, you hear, I totally have. <laughs> oh, I 100% rather out. She's lying. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so she, she did that. That thing that blew up, that was her. She did that. Yeah, I wouldn't deny it. <laughs> yeah, it was me. Um, so over the course of breakfast, um, the Shadar Kai uh, that you had dealt with the previous, you're assuming day, but prior to you uh, having your long rest, uh, come into the common room from outside. Um, and the Shadar Kai captain comes in and he gives you like a, uh, their salute, like a, gives you a, gives a greeting. And he says, um, I... Uh, I apologize for the haste, but we, we must move along very, very quickly. The, uh, the Raven Queen has requested an audience uh, for you to attend to, attend to her. Um, I can bring you up to speed along the way for what, which, what to expect and what needs to happen, but we have, uh, we have forces moving against us for, uh, as we speak, uh, and I'm needed elsewhere, but I need to see this through. Um, Thunuk, give me a perception check. Sixteen. Sixteen. This is eerily reminiscent of your dream from the night before. Like, almost identical the way you came in. I have advantage against paying attention to officers. <laughs> <laughs> but we could, uh, we could, we could also re-roll that history check, but we'd re- we could re-establish yeah, it. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know, I'm kidding. Officer. I'm no, just, no, no, I'm just trying to no, no. freak Sonic out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, just, just, like oh yeah, well it's going. This is starting to play out very, very similar to the way that you. Uh, except now, one noticeable difference: everyone was pissed at you the previous morning, it, or or when in your dream. In your dream morning, they were all mad at you because you had kept them up all night, if you remember. Yes. Are they still mad at me? No. Because I kept them up. Oh no, okay. you you did not keep them up this night. They all they all. I'm slept. disappointed that you eat paper, we're but I'm not mad. Talking about paper. Yeah. This is. <laughs> This is more akin to like a normal conversation you guys have had over breakfast where and it usually starts with you or Dren saying something like random of, hey, I did this thing. And who going to be in like, what the actual fuck? You know, it, it's just <laughs> explain uh, yourself now. <laughs> and everyone learns a little bit more about themselves and each other. Have, go ahead. Please. Uh, I was going to say, as soon as Eno hears that same thing again, uh, he goes, he taps Hugon on the shoulder and says, I'll take care of this. And uh, for an hour, we have uh, advantage on wisdom saving throws. 
Wait, do we yes. all remember the dream? No, or is it, only, or is no, just, no, just uh, thought only, uh, only present. Only thought okay. I, yeah, thought I had the dream, but Hugo is the only one that remembers. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah Thonic is the only one that remembers the dream. Everyone else had a, had a, despite the fact that the dreams you had were uh, bleak and mm -hmm. sometimes borderline disturbing. It's nothing that you typically, nothing that you very much remember. Um, it's just, it's that feeling you have when you know you had unpleasant okay. dreams, but you have no recollection of exactly what they were. So you just have it's that. It's like deja vu that he's ha going to have constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everyone else, like you wake okay. up and you've, you've, you've probably had that where like you wake up, you know, you had bad dreams, you forget what they were, but there's that, that emotional residue, um, that kind of sticks with it's... you. But Thunuk, you remember this dream, uh, you remember this dream pretty well. This was a very vivid dream that you had. Um, okay. And, but now, but you're starting to remember it now. It's like, oh, wait a minute. I remember the Shade Archive coming in. I remember them saying that, that we were supposed to meet with the Raven Queen, that they were going to tell us what to expect along the way. Okay. Remember so this is basically like day one of, of Groundhog Day looping. Yep. Of like Bill Murray's getting his toast and he's like, why is everyone sitting in the exact same place? Mm -hmm. It's the same song. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, you know what, Potato Storms? I'm not going to punish you for that. That is excellent. Yes, everyone has the Deja Blues. <laughs> that is, I, I, I'm going to give you that one. That one, that one gets, that one the, gets you out of word jail. The, does Slinek actually know about Marcus Philander? Yeah, I don't um, recall. No okay. one told. No one. Like the only thing that you know based on the adventure last oh jesus like a year and a half ago yeah is that hugon saw somebody who he'd only ever seen in portraits okay and he knew what this person was but he didn't like fully get into it with you guys did he ever share the name i'm trying to remember if Hugon ever said this looks like marcus Valander, my grandfather i think it looks like we we say, did with the uh what was it when the mask came off when we were like in dreamscape or something yeah he told, i think he said marcus it, it's entirely possible that he would have maybe said the name by this point okay, at okay. Least, yeah if not at that point but in the aftermath mm -hmm. okay. okay um so is is uh, is going to say uh so uh i think i had a prophecy i think i had a vision May have just been bad stomach stuff, but uh, uh, a guy with the mask that you know from that one thing that we did <laughs> when we came to town the first time, but we didn't come to town the first time uh, with the knolls and the fire. Uh, we're going to see him today. Really? Yes. And more knolls. Yes. More knolls. All right, then. Yeah. You guys were acting I'm funny. actually super surprised that Hugon is just believing him. Like, I mean, like, okay? it, it, it's like, it, it's like when you don't want to disappoint a child, so you just kind of <laughs> roll with it. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, she's like, nope, I know it. Yup. 
Yes, we're go- we're gonna go see a live dragon. Yes, I know. Yes, that's exactly what we're gonna go do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. And then if you want to be an asshole, you like ping them on it later. Be like, hey, where's that dragon? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I imagine towards the end of, end of his, his his little description of what's going to be happening in the near future, his attempts at prophecy, uh, I think is probably going to have a remainder of last night's. Uh, tummy terrors oh, no. escape um like as a belch uh or the I'm other end thinking like a a notable poot oh a <laughs> mighty fart yeah a mighty fart not quite herculean but you know but still rattle the table yeah it's but it's noticeable scale. like like the the glasses shake and they do the like the, the fucking <laughs> his there's a t-rex thing. on its way his back cracks like, just a little shit. bit <laughs> he's he's able to get that little back crack just a little bit just you know smells like i'm back in the underdark <laughs> it has a musty smell <laughs> um and and uh the the, the shit our kai captain is just sort of looking at you and like i don't understand the things that you just said but uh we we must be on our way uh quickly <laughs> Interesting story. Be quiet. <laughs> he says, uh, "You can, you can, um, uh, you you can, you can um, obviously continue to have this discussion along the way, but we, we we must we must make haste to to get you to the to the fortress of memory. So any preparations you must make, please make them as soon as you can, so we can we can." be on our way. So next section to really, really dig in quickly into his breakfast. Sort of like I'm gonna do that little kid thing and pick out all of the marshmallows in the cereal. Just basically all the stuff that I put in mm-hmm. and that's what I'm I take them back out. The thing other things you put in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, no, this is gross. I'm just gonna pick out the good bits. I'm good. Thanks for the food question mark. You know, just takes out the battered journal and just makes a few more notes on it and says, I'm ready whenever you are. Uh, Hugon dons his armor and weapon. Deploys it. Deploys it. Aggressively, even. You know what? Let's get another. Can let's get, we do that button. thing where he pushes the button a whole bunch of time? It's like out on, out on, out on. <laughs> do you want a D one hundred roll, DM? I do want a D one hundred. Do you want a D one hundred roll? I do want a D one hundred roll. Now, I would. I think it bears mentioning that I did include the like the clause that you can just do this I whenever you want. Oh, I'm. You I'm, don't have to make me roll. You can just be like, "This happens." Listen, we we got it. But the rolls are fun. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's anything above eighty percent, some crazy shit happens. Oh, it's actually it's exactly what it was last week. Okay, so we're still in the twenty. That's fucked up. Wow. So it's you're exactly. Able- it's a twenty-seven again. So you're able to deploy your armor and you just sort of reach and rip this halberd out of the domain of war. Out of the ether. Out of the ether. You as as it happens, you hear the slight sound of combat. Um, ever, ever so distantly, like echoing, um, uh, as he as he rips this 
as he rips this uh, halberd out. Um, and right as you right as, right as that little wormhole blips closed, you almost think you hear a "Hey!" <laughs> I was using. Hey! Oh. <laughs> um, and... If we wanted to get really weird, it's Hugon taking his halberd from different times of that he's already used it. <laughs> so... It's the same halberd. <laughs> It's, it's like it's the same Albert. The last time he time. banished it was the same time it's getting pulled out. There's a webcomic called Goblins. Yeah. There's a character who has a sword that is uh imbued with null, null energy. So effectively, if he lets go of it, it ceases to exist. But as soon as he lets go of it, a future version of himself grabs it out of his out of his hand. Interesting. <laughs> I like Neat. That. Um uh, you see uh, Kohan kind of do the same thing as Thunic, where he just hoovers whatever's on his plate, wipe with the back of the hand, um, drinks whatever little, whatever the sludgy water is that they have. Laura Lissa, who is having some of the uh, ale, uh, surreptitiously pulls out uh, a drinking horn, like a little flask, pours it in, puts it back, you know, for later um and everyone's ready to go so they start you guys uh meet the shadar kai outside you start riding out they have the same conversation with you about uh how you know this is going to be a disconcerting experience once you get to the fortress of memory how you need to make sure that you maintain an anchor something that's going to remind you that you are um that you might sometimes get pulled into memories that are not your own um sometimes they might be memories that are your own it depends on any number of factors that are just difficult to calculate. Um, he does tell you that, uh, that the uh, Raven queen um, collects memories. That, that is her, that is her currency essentially. And that if, and when you happen upon her presence, that it is vitally important that you, um, during the course of the, whatever conversation you're having with her that you offer up uh, a memory to her as a means of um, maintaining your sanity. He says to you, uh, being in her presence is going to be one of the most discombobulating experiences you're probably ever going to have in this life or the next. And oh, really? Challenge accepted. <laughs> you my friend have not had the swill that that guy made in that trench and that one can listen buddy let me tell you about some life experience no, I'm <laughs> um and he says so the best thing to do is to offer up that which she desires and to offer up a memory and by doing so you're essentially going to be able to divert her attention and by diverting her attention, you will be able to hopefully maintain some semblance of your sanity. But it's important that you have that prepared. For if you don't, it's entirely possible that you get sucked into a memory and be trapped there for eternity. I mean, depending on the memory, that doesn't sound too bad. Just saying. 
they're never good ones. <laughs> Even you the ones got some stuff he needs to let off. Be says, like, here, wait, wait, wait. If you're gonna take my memory, well, hold on. List, then we can go through. <laughs> he he says, got like a dozen. I won't forget years. this and this. I would really like to re- not remember my 21st birthday. <laughs> really not like to remember. There is a time I asked that girl out, and she said no, and laughed at me, and made fun uh, of me in front of the whole class. That one can go. I see him breaking out like a scroll, like like Santa's like naughty list, but like he just lets it roll down the the, the floor, and it's like my memory August first, <laughs> my uh, three years old, blah blah blah, uh, April fourth, shit, shit self, <laughs> remember it, don't want to, do not wish, April fourth, pants in school, Mar- <laughs> April fifth, pants in school. October 17th, 30 years later. Shit myself. Want to forget that too. (laughs) With two exclamation points and underlined. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Remove that memory. Um, Why does this keep happening? (laughs) From drinking all that rot gut. Uh, (laughs) Things happen. Um, So... uh, Along the way, the uh, the captain starts telling you, uh, starts talk, uh, actually starts speaking to you, uh, to you specifically, Hugon, about. Oh. Um, he says, "You seem to be a man of war." And he tries very hard to be polite about that, like, like you think he doesn't want to say that, he, but he's like. That's a very astute observation. What was your first guess? What was your first clue? What perhaps clued you into this this aspect? It could be the armor. Could it be? No. He said, well, he says, (laughs) it's not your armor. Any fool can buy armor. Any fool can can don armor. Any fool can pick up a weapon. No, I think it's the way you handled yourself when in the vanguard. This is not, you've seen, you have seen much death. Oh, oh, very much so. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's putting it lightly. He says, we face an old enemy who appears to have a new ally. problematic it is we've been able to turn away Vecna's advances for as long as I can remember but those things those things that we've that we fought we've never seen them before in the many lifetimes I've spent here in the Shadowfell, I have never seen anything like that. And the things that drove them. There's something dark. Even by our standards, there is something dark here. Well, it's important to remember that you've already determined that they can die. If they can be killed, they're not worth fearing. Respecting, perhaps. Fear? Absolutely not. He says, no, fear is not... 
That is not what I fear. I fear if our enemy were to gain access to the fortress. I fear not what our en- I fear not I fear not what our enemy could do. I do fear what their new ally might be able to do. Well, have you considered finding new allies of your own? They are few and Maybe far Maybe something between. a little scarier. There's worse out there than what we've seen today and yesterday. I guarantee it. Yes, You've just got to be the, willing to. But turning the rabid play. dog on your enemy does not mean that the rabid dog will not eventually turn on you. Fair enough. Am I within hearing distance of that? Absolutely. I suddenly sigh, remembering Sir Silverton. <laughs> like, oh. You pine. You pine aggressively. <laughs> yeah, I do. Pine. Pine. And it's pine. pine. <laughs> Little song. Oh, yeah, we, I miss. We had a saying on the front when we would have to bring in mercenaries and other, well, let's be fair, bad folks to do the job, that it was always better to have a evil that you could understand. An evil that fell into the way of thinking that you were familiar with. He says, you see that. And then to later on destroy them. He says that that appears to be our problem in that we know Vecna. Lord Cass knows all of Vecna's stratagems, all of his maneuvers. That's why we've been able to turn him back with ease, with relative ease. No, it's not the devil you know, it's the devil you do not know that worries me. Well, that's what... I, I, I understand Material what you're saying. Material plane idiom. Sorry. Idioms. Yeah. If... I understand, I understand, yes, that... I just wish we knew more about this new enemy. I'm sure you can understand. Oh, of course. I would not want to... share this with all of my men. This is something that... But there is a new power stirring in the Shadowfell. I can feel it in my bones. Have you talked to your god about it? Considering this is her home. It is her home. At best, she is difficult to communicate with. Uh huh. You are going to be learning that very soon. Yeah, but most gods are difficult to communicate yes, with. Yes, they they operate with a different standard of communication and just perception <laughs> in general. That I fear maybe she has plans deeper and more far-sighted than I could possibly understand, and this is all going to play out well, but. <laughs> That's giving a god a lot of credit. 
believe me, it's for as much of a priest that I am not, you will find that I've encountered gods more than enough. Well, I, I must wish you the best of luck with mine. I hope you. There's only two outcomes. Yes, but I hope it's the one that you desire. And he, he starts to, and he kind of rides back to his men, you know, doing the normal, you know, scouts are reporting in, mm-hmm. you know, the outriders are coming back in and everything like that. Um, you have a relatively, uh, you have a relatively uh, boring ride uh, to the castle. Uh, Philnick, everything with the exception of Drenmai and Lorelissa running off, um, for on, on plot related reasons, um, uh, the, the, everything is pretty much playing out as you remembered it. Um, until you get to the place where in your dream it was the, um, it looked like the blast area, like the, 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 mm-hmm. that area that was just blasted lands. Uh, when you arrive there, um, it, it actually looks not verdant, but there's more growing there. Actually, it looks like you it, now there's actual um, strange, twisted trees growing and plant life. Um, you can see where there's um, social paths um, wending their way through the taller grasses. Um, it seems very um alive and almost turbulent you still when you see the fortress you can still see ravens flying on mass all around them hundreds thousands hundreds of thousands of of these ravens flying about you can hear them cawing coming and going um but instead of a blast instead of this blast circle you're actually finding um what by shadow fell standards would be considered very lush mm-hmm. um so this is the first time it looks different than than your dream um, and the, um, the, the, uh, the, the Shed Archai captain tells your group, he says, this is as far as I take you. Um, we've, we've, we must, um, we must take care of some, some incursions from this, from these new forces. Um, I, we wish you the absolute best of luck and we wish you the Raven Queen's blessings. And hope that you're you're successful in your journey. And Thunic leans over to uh, to the others and is like, "I think he took us to the wrong place. This is wrong. This is not like my dream." Well, that's because it was a dream. It didn't really mean anything. I'm confused now. Aren't Dreams supposed to mean things. No. But I had a vision. I think that you had a lot of shit to eat. I ate food. Not poo, thank you very much. Did you know that it wasn't poo when you were eating it? It could have been. You don't know what they eat down here. Think about that. And then Hugon like turns and like walks towards the fortress, <laughs> leaving <laughs> him with that thought. Oh, 
As did you I plant that poop? thought, his face gets very concerned. Like, did I eat poop? <laughs> you get the, the the slow the slow dawning of of realization. To... Yeah, as the shade our car disappearing, and like he's like, two people eat poo. Did you feed me poo? But because it is the shadow fell, your shouts are actually muffled a little bit. They don't go as far, and they've already ridden off into the murk and to the into the darkness of of the shadow fell. And you're left now with this uh, wending path through uh, through this uh, not quite forest because it's not full on like treed. It's more like little copses of trees uh, here and there that um, you have to kind of wend your way around to get to the um, to get to the fortress. Um. Everybody give me a wisdom saving throw. Uh-oh. I know that I'm not pointing at you, but I'm pointing at you on my screen, you know. <laughs> we have advantage. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, what do I get to add to my wisdom saving throw? You're are you proficient in wisdom saving throws? <laughs> no. Then you only get your ability modifier. Mm-hmm. Could be worse. 15. Oh, 15. Okay. 15. 20. Dirty twenty, not not natural. Dirty twenty, yeah. Thirteen. Thirteen. Ten. That's so much better than the fours you were rolling. <laughs> but that's with and the advantage. one, I think. Yeah, that's with advantage. Ten. Oh god. I mean, it's bad. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's better. Oh wait, wait, wait. Nine. I have mine. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> it's worse. Um. F F. <laughs> Um, as you're walking, Eno, you start to find yourself in the same memory we described last week. Um, go through that whole repeat. So, you know, we're not going to... Hugon headbutts you straight There's... in the face. And... Uh, Grabs Thonic... you by the horns and starts shaking. Thonic, this is playing out exactly as it did in the previous In Your Dream. He's got the knife out. You grab his hands. He's able to bring himself back. It's happening again. It's Dreadmai, happening again. Is, Dreadmai, this is the first time you're seeing any of this. Just looking at Sonic because he's panicking. He's like, what? This is what happened last time. Being attacked by a dog. How do you believe me? Uh, what happened? We we came. In my vision dream, we came here. And he started doing that with the knife. And then, then you are going to start talking about how these are that person's an idiot and how they're going to do that thing, and 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 like all these people are doing stuff. That is giant finger thing. waggling everywhere. How? It's so insightful. Thank you so much. That's very helpful. <laughs> the sarcasm is thick. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to. I'm glad you're like. I think I'm glad you appreciate this. But, that guy with the mask is going to show up. Why don't you lead the way then? Okay. Wait, was that what I happened last time? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm fixed, right? I got headbutted. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm like going, oh. ow. <laughs> Even through the horns, it hurts. <laughs> uh, okay. uh, oh, go ahead. He's going to do his best to, to navigate 
around what he where he thinks or remembers these things to, taking place like mm-hmm. or at the very least when we get there he's gonna be like and around right about here is when you start doing this and this thing start happening and and as except it, it's super vague and not accurate it is super <laughs> oh, vague at but at the same time it is the timing is correct and it and uh hugon you actually do start to see some of these visions from the from the aforementioned battle oh should i roll a save yeah it's rolling on the save here all right Huh. I have a advantage. 14. Is that with advantage? Yes, that is totaled with advantage. Okay. So you you are firmly, firmly aware that this is not actually happening. Right. But you are seeing these um, ghosts of much fainter than what was described last week. Last week, right. you were okay. almost, you were close to, as close to being full on in it without completely losing your your um your grip uh on on what was real and what was not this is right. more like your as he's describing it you're remembering these things in very vivid detail not to the point where you're quite seeing them live right and this is the point where hugon starts to get a little like okay <laughs> this has gone from idiot idiotic like fever dream nonsense to mm-hmm some shit is occurring. Mm. We don't know how real it is, but it's, it's getting there because mm-hmm. to the best of my knowledge, you has never described his military career in any way, shape or form. No. I don't and for it's come Thunux, up. Uh, to like be pointing out and being like, Oh, 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 over there, over there is, you know, this is happening. And like, Hugon's like, like, Oh shit. Yeah. That's actually, that's in the general direction of where I, where that was happening. I feel like this would be. I wish there was a um, a cynicism check. <laughs> because cynicism check. Well, I mean, so it's like when you when you see the psychics, the psychics do their thing. They're speaking just vaguely enough, but or just right. just specific enough. You know, where the John Edwards thing, where it's like, I'm looking for a C, a C, uh, Charlie, Charlie, and someone raises their hand because someone in the room is going to know a Charlie. Um, right. Yeah, cold reading. Yeah, exactly. And and so you've seen this, but you so part of you might be thinking no. The this, problem is is he's doing it before Hugon can remember. And it's that and the other aspect. thing is it's Thunic. He's like a step ahead everywhere. It's Thunic and you're relatively certain that Thunic does not know how to cold read. Yeah. Or you've been getting the deep con this entire time. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Or Thunic is a shitload smarter than he lets he's just, on. He's actually just an enormous <laughs> Uh, both figuratively and literally con man who can talk yeah. to animals. Absolute genius. Um, so like you- through this, like Hugon is like quietly remembering to himself, like, like verbally, but like sort of in a whisper of like, you know, like over there where that was, that's happening. And this is where the line was formed. And then over on that Hill, that's where we had the artillery and, you know, all those sorts mm-hmm. of things. And, and like Thunic is like spot on, on every single one of them. Hmm. Mm. Very interesting. And so, like, occasionally, like, he'll, he'll, like, kind of, like, look at Thunic, like, the back of Thunic's head, like, what the fuck is going on? Um, like, because he's, Thunic's leading the way. He is leading the way. That's right. Um, let me see something real quick here. This is what I'm, what am I, oh, exactly what I'm looking for. Don't you love that? Exactly what I'm looking for. Um, perfect page flip. I love it when that happens. 
Couldn't do it again if I tried. Um, Eno, give me a perception check. And please don't make it one of your normal trash rolls. <laughs> Roll well. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's that's gonna be a ten. With wait, didn't you give yourself? Oh wait, perception. Yeah, that's perception. yeah, it's plus two, so it's a ten. Um. Okay, so the first thing you notice is that you need better dice. The second thing you <laughs> notice, may I suggest Draken dice? Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Um, what kind of friends would we be? <laughs> if we didn't recommend you the best of the dice. We, we need to program Nightbot with that. Um, so, um, not yet though. It's not going to be ready for like months. But the second thing (laughs) is that you have a sneaking tickle at the back of your brain, something vaguely familiar about this place. You're not sure. It's a parasite and you're going to die. It's you drank something. Oh, and... God, you don't know. It's a brain cloud. Yes. I'm we unhoused. just met you. This I'm is kidding. crazy. I'm kidding. Um, you, um, yeah, you, 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 you don't know why. And familiarity might not be the correct term, but there's, it's like when you, you go, it's like when you walk into a room. Because you knew you're walking specifically in that room to do something that you know had to be done. But the second you walk into the room, not only do you forget what it is that you wanted to do, but you forget the entire train of thought leading up to it. So you can't even backtrack the thought process. It's like when you get to a certain point where your thought process just where that that train of thought just that track just ends. And you almost time skip where like, wait, I don't you know, not that you're like losing time, but it's like you forget why. You just know I was supposed to do something. You know it was important. And but there's this no there's no grasping on to that thought. Every time you get anywhere near something that could potentially even remind you what that thought is, it's just it slips out it just slips right out of your right out of your grasp. Ina's used to that. Mm-hmm. It happens. Um, it's the horns. They act like as like transmitters and you know. <laughs> He has a thought and it goes Boof, and gone. <laughs> uh, Hugon, give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, that I believe is a thirteen, but let me verify real quick. So I don't think he's not the yes, perceptive it, fellow. It is a thirteen. A thirteen. You feel a little itchy. That's it. Just okay. A little itchy. Um, like from like am I being bitten by things? Not by things, no. <laughs> just okay. Little... So it's like a mental itch. Yeah. I mean you catch kinda. yourself. You catch yourself kind of doing like, you know, doing one of those, like, oh, why am I itching? Through the armor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um so okay, so you start to approach the uh, the actual fortress. You find yourself at the door that you found yourself at prior. Um, this small little door ornately carved towering fortress made out of this jutting deep black and purple crystal. Um, um, 
And the uh, as you approach, the door opens. Did it do that last time? Yes, the door did. It open. did. It did open. I don't remember if we opened it or if there. Yeah, uh, being almost borderline, like see, see, guys, see. So I'm just like, that happened last time. Okay, is 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 it okay to go in? The guy with the mask is in there. Okay, he starts walking towards the door. I believe you. <laughs> And Hugon walks in right pat right in after Jen. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly because if the mask guy is there, he's got a couple of questions. Because <laughs> like the only Why other person left that hasn't gone in is Eno, and he's like, "This is going to happen again. It'll be fine." And Eno walks in. <laughs> Thinnick is basically just like, I died. And he was, and basically starts walking behind, you know, like, but, 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 but yeah, and you hear him, you hear him saying, but I died. I just, do, do we hear him? Are we close enough? Yeah, you're probably close enough. You're, I mean, cause you're in like this crystalline, smooth, crystalline carved hallway. So it kind of echoes. It's got that weird echo. If you've ever been, in like one of those um, shark tubes at an aquarium. Um, it's kind of got like a weird reverb effect. I think we've come full circle to sharks. <laughs> um, yeah, if I hear that, then I'm going to full stop and then go back to Thanuk. Like, you died? Yeah, the guy with the mask killed me. It wasn't nice. Well, he didn't stay dead. I don't think. I'm going to use as as a uh, user saying that as a prompt for Thunuk's memory saying, oh, but wait, I didn't completely die. Aren't you supposed to die in real life if you die in dreams? That's just a passive thought. Um, I'm just going to kind of hover around Thunuk. And then tell Rosie to kind of stay more on alert. <laughs> and the eyes kind of like glow red, you know, as Rosie goes. Yeah, on, it's on, it's on century mode. It's like with Johnny number five, yep. you know, when it goes from like bad human like red eye mode. Yeah. <laughs> Overwatch mode right now. Yeah, exactly. Danger Will Robinson. Danger. Century mode but, where you know. where the the head actually yeah. you have probably programmed a routine into it where it's just like. Scanning, mm-hmm. scanning, scanning, um, and as you uh, as you walk deeper into this in, into the uh, fortress here, um, you, uh, you 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 notice fuchsia alert. <laughs> fuchsia alert. You, um, as you as you move uh, deeper into uh, this this tunnel this this um, hallway here. Um, Dren, give me a perception check. Oh, I see here. Woohoo! Eight. Eight. You're more concerned with Thunic and the fact that you're walking inside yeah. a giant crystal. There's Oh, there's so much shiny around me, and this is really hard not to mine everything in existence right now. 
Um, and as you reach the end of this hallway, it opens up into this enormous um, uh, circular room. You can see that there's other hallway entrances, corridor entrances that uh, that feed into it. Um, and it's towering in height. Um, like, Thunic, even you feel very, very small inside this. Um, and partially all of you just feel small because it is such a large room to the point where there's barely even an echo now. It's I feel like a bug. Yeah, the walls are just <laughs> too far away. But you know that this, even having looked at the outside of the building, now that you've like gotten this far, you have an idea of the sheer scale of this fortress. And it is just beyond uh, comprehension how big this entire fortress must be. Um, and you notice that there's little, it almost looks like dust motes, like catching little bits of light here and there um, that are floating in the air as high up as you can possibly see. Um, so, um, and as you do, one thing you do notice is floating in the center of this room is a um, large crystal uh, or gem about the size of a basketball. Um, oh, I that, take it. No, that, <laughs> that's that, that's that's floating <laughs> there. Um, that's giving off a gentle glow. And Dren, you seem to feel. Um, you, you you this time you do notice that the your gem in your lantern, the 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 one in question right now seems to be pulsating in time very gently with this um this gem in the center of the room. And um, as you as you as you see this, there's some motion from the other side of the room. And this oh, what up? Shambling, <laughs> shambling mounds, uh, the shambling mound of twigs and not a shambling mound, but a shambling mound of twigs and sticks and branches um, comes sort of like rolling into the room like a wave and eventually it takes up this form vaguely humanoid uh approximately a 20 feet tall that oh um is just constantly shifting the sticks are constantly shifting where they are within this being um and these um purple eyes light up inside of it and they look down on you and you hear have you brought me shiny fuck and we will take that moment to go to our break because it is uh, 5 30 eastern time and so we are going to take a quick break folks uh and team x is going to be right back um where they will most certainly be destroyed where they stand or possibly we'll just talk about it is way harder to kill a god well, that and we might we might end up seeing that, or it's just as likely that we'll spend the next forty five minutes talking about the various flavor compositions of these sticks that we see. It awesome. <laughs> it could really go. God either. could make a good soup. It, yes, it could go any of these directions. So a we rich will, stock. We will be back in just a couple of minutes. Please stay tuned. Thank you very much. Burb. Yes, we're muted. The there we go. No, it was my okay. fault. Well, never fear, Precious <laughs> Channel. We weren't discussing anything important of yeah. you know whatsoever. 
We were just being hilarious. We all died. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you all fought valiantly, but alas, it is time to roll for new characters. And alack. Um, Yes. So. uh, I'm uh, Miss Dren. (laughs) I just bought the figure, too. (laughs) Did you really? Of course I did. Are you kidding me? That's so cool. I'm already dreaming up things that I can build and bring with me to Unplugged so we can do a tactical game with minis. Oh, God. Fine. (laughs) We're here to see a new side of Gideon. No, no, not like Wargaming. Not Wargaming. More along the lines of what what Perkins does at Prime. Or what now? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. What Jeremy does at Prime. I don't want to... I do not want to to dismiss the contributions of Mr. Crawford. No, I um, have never seen Prime yet. Jeremy. Hmm? What? I think he's done Prime yet. I don't think he, he's not no, been, he in, he's not been ensconced long enough to oh. do Prime. Ah. Oh, nope. this okay. will be his first year. At any rate. After. At any rate. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause they did um, Dungeon Heist with that amazing model. Anyway. Uh, hey, how about we get back to the game that we're playing? <laughs> yeah brian <laughs> it, again my fault no one else to play that's gonna be that if we're gonna be doing like team match shirts you know that could be the one it's just the dm shirt is my fault yeah, it's my fault because it's brian's fault it is always my fault um it truly is um so the uh the the, the creature had uh had had said to you uh if you had brought shinies and that is where we had left things open up my bag and start like dumping out every like shiny thing i own (laughs) saw on the floor tink 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 and she doesn't seem to that grabs their attention (laughs) she doesn't seem to um really um respond to that um Give me, everyone give me a, let's see, what would that be? That would be, is that wisdom or intelligence? Hmm. I always forget. Which one is the one that, which one's the sanity check? For what? Oh, sanity is wisdom. Wisdom? Yes, let's get it. Almost always. Let us get it. Not always, but almost always. Well, in this case, we shall make it that. So let us get it. A check or a save? Just a check. All of us? Everyone. Oh, (laughs) Advantage! I have a 22. Six. <laughs> Did you say six? She said six. <laughs> My nice. wisdom is negative you know, one. Like, just for th- just for this single spell contribution from Eno alone is worth at least 10 beers <laughs> worth of, of credit to Hugon. <laughs> I, I almost wonder if there's like a would you be like would he like side mouth something to Eno and be like, dude, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> well, the problem is it's like he is a lot of times characters don't know that they're making will saves. Like when you affect a person's mind, they yeah. don't know that really anything is wrong. Well, I mean, at least that's how I've played my entire life. Okay, so Eno, what what did you roll? Fourteen. Fourteen, Thunuk. Sixteen. Sixteen, Drenmai. Was Six. Six. Um, so the rest of you, you the rest of you, uh, feel like this overwhelming presence 
um, almost feeling like it's trying to invade your mind. And just as the fingers are starting to work their way and starting to pry out, it almost feels like some kind of, they're trying to draw, it's trying to draw forth some kind of memory of some kind, strong, powerful feelings. You feel the effect sort of slip off. Like you're able to shake it off and have it not not take hold. Except for Drenmai. Um, Drenmai, you are... <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, give me a... D- uh, give me a D6. Give me a D6. Mm-hmm. Four. Four, huh? Um... Let me check my notes here. Hang on. Oh, that's right. I don't have any more notes, do I? Oh, I do. Ah, okay. You are overwhelmed by feelings of guilt. Yay, guilt. <laughs> okay. Like, Yay. just, like, which I guess begs the question, what would something that Dren would feel guilty. What would be something that Dren would feel guilty about? I know she lives this chaotic oh, yeah. Nutella started... life, but there's got to be something along the lines where she's like, oh, I kind of regret doing that. So I came up when you when you started talking about the memory thing, mm-hmm. I actually spent the past week thinking of memories. So it's very, very meta. Comes to mind. Yeah, it is meta as fuck. So, for guilt, there's this one when Dren was, like, about 10 years old. And she had this crush on the boy. His name was Salzen. And uh, he never really, like, paid attention to her. So, this was her first tinkering experience. And she tinkered this little music box that would open up and surprise him with his favorite toy, just like a little gem ball. And she left it and we were in school. So she left it on her desk or his desk. That way when he came in, he'd be able to see it and he'd open it. So when he, uh, this was her first foray into tinkering. And then this is also when she discovered her wild magic. And it went terribly, terribly wrong. And, um, Thousand is no longer with us, and she's always been forever guilty because she was the cause of that. Well, one would think she would be more careful. Yeah, no. Oh, did not, I say not that? Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, so, uh, guilt. That would be. That is like the first memory. That's a good guilt of I a like lot that. of things. And you deserve and it. Very. Oh, I said yeah. that out loud too. Shit. Oh. Wow. <laughs> well, so. Fortunately, Hugon can't hear what you're thinking. So, inwardly, Drenmai, yeah. this is the memory that is now. It's been nipping at you since you arrived in the Shadowfell, like constantly coming up, and you're like always tamping it back down. Like I don't want to think about this. I, I'm, but now it comes unbidden, full force, and it's all that takes up your entire psyche at the moment. And this guilt, this guilt is completely overwhelming. Uh, to the point, like, this is, yeah, like, just so, for everyone else, like, you felt this effect, but then you you see, like, now, is Drenmai riding on 
th- yeah, you're riding on Thonic, right? This is is the no, you- no, no, no. I was just I was sticking close to him, so I'm I'm uh, on the ground. But I so, was but you just you see Dreadmai, and it's just I don't I don't this would probably be like almost ugly cry territory, just the level of it's the dark cloud, and then it slowly starts, and then it just builds. Yeah, and uh, this this creature says. You have brought me a pretty. And you can sort of see the sticks are all sort of shifting and moving as it as it kind of hunkers down and gets right at Dren's level. And these stick fingers, long and out of proportion, come and just starts gently stroking uh, Dren Mai's hair and like around her oh. head. And it's just like, have you brought me this? Can I have this? No, you may not. I don't even know if I'm paying so much attention if I'm like this much in my in my memory. Uh, well, let's do I'm, a uh, perception I'm just check. Let's see. A let's see. Ball how... of emotion. Yeah, just okay. it's all of the emotions. All the emotions. Do we identify this being as being the Raven Queen? Uh, 17. Okay, we're going to come back to that in a second. Let's everyone else okay. do a religion check. Uh, okay, I rolled a um, 9, which is way better than I thought I was going to roll. <laughs> 17. 17. I was just complaining inwardly like, it's hilarious that Thunuk has a minus two in religion. This is going to be horrible. And then I rolled a natural 20. Woohoo! <laughs> um, so, Yay! Eno and Thunuk, you do recognize this as one of the fabled, um, one of the fabled forms of the Raven Queen. Um, you know, you've heard stories. Uh, being that the Underdark has proximity some have theorized with the shadow fell that if you go deep enough into the underdark that the the stories were that if you went deep enough into the underdark you would eventually emerge into the shadow fell and so you've heard stories and this is one of the ways that you've heard um you've heard of her uh one of the forms that she one of the many forms that she takes uh, Thunuk, you are absolutely 100% sure that this is, in fact, the Raven Queen. There is something about the four that kind of, like, coalesce inside you and, and almost, like, um, girds your mind now against this. Knowing what this is, you feel your deities kind of uh, coalesce around you a little bit. And, to, and, and you and you are have no doubt whatsoever that you are in the presence of the Raven Queen. But... You don't sense evil. This is that you, you're not you're not sensing any kind of um, malicious intent from this entity. In fact, mm-hmm. you are sensing that she might actually be trying to help. So. Dren, you are, well, awash in the guilt of this memory um, and just all the emotion, because this is probably 400 years of Dren Mai 
yeah. suppressing this memory, suppressing this feeling. Like, no, I don't feel feelings. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, this one got... No feelings. Bad feelings. Go away. This one got away. <laughs> um, but uh, as as you are doing you are very firmly aware that the, that this creature is there. And you, you feel the, these spindly skeletal fingers made of these sticks and twigs um, are actually very gently caressing you not it's not um like not like stabbing out yeah it's not Ow. stabbing yeah it's not stabbing it's it's actually very um uh very very gentle uh almost uh an attempt at being comforting and it repeats it says may i have this have what and you feel a slight pluck at the memory itself i'm so i'm super torn because <laughs> even though it was like one of my worst memories it was also like when i discovered my wild magic and it was my first tinker it's a formative thing um, in, in from the studies that you have made, uh, you have read that or heard or how, during the course of whatever studies Thunic has made into such things, um, that you have heard it theorized. There is a hypothesis out there that the Raven Queen, while she hoards memory, much like ravens, you are very familiar with ravens, and you know they are the 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 worst culprits of stealing things that you have ever met that if it's something shiny they're off with it you know they're they're yeah but what you've heard though uh you've heard a hypothesis that the raven queen actually does this as a favor that's a way of alleviating people of um of the things that hold them back like you've you've heard that it's a way of it's a way of um taking almost helping you absolve yourself of, of sin. Oh, okay. Uh, knowing this, Thunuk is, is going to join Drenmai down, kneel down by Drenmai and, and like he'll lay put... on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to basically crouch down as close as possible without ha- actually doing that. Mm-hmm. Put like, his, his down like butt on... is like at the ankles Head between yeah, his knees and on the side, like is down. <laughs> he puts his. Uh, it, it almost looks like he's trying to crouch into like as close of a cube of Thunuk as possible, uh, or Thunuk orb, um, and he puts his hand on uh, on Tranmai's shoulder and, and sort of pats her and it's like she's she's trying to help. It's a nice thing. She's a nice lady. Uh, well, nice. But it's part of what makes me me. Having no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Thunica's probably going to yeah. like... <laughs> Maybe you can keep some of it? And he looks up at the Raven Queen. Not everything has to... I mean, some parts are 
shiny or to you than to her. You negotiating with a god? She right now? says <laughs> he talks to gods all the time. This is it, exactly this he's you good at it. <laughs> you... He's about to call her ma'am at this rate, but that's about <laughs> that's as um, pious as he gets. The form starts to condense and get denser, and it gets more humanoid looking. And eventually, standing before you is this um, ancient-looking elf with very long ears, um, flowing uh, purple and silver robes, uh, black hair uh, that just sort of is just sort of flowing in this non-existent wind, um, deathly pale skin. And she has a hand on your cheek, Drenmai, and she says, it's only the bad bits. Let me take the bad bits. Keep what makes you you. Let me take the guilt. I think I'll, uh, as I have like, kind of like the memory in my head and i don't 100 percent trust her mm -hmm. but i'm kind of in my own like a grieving world i'll i'll have that like mental release mm -hmm. where it's kind of like as kind of oh. the acceptance okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> And she and she lays a hand on 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 your head, and she closes her eyes for the for a moment. And there's this warm feeling that comes over you as she draws her hand her hand away, and in that is this um, black orb that kind of comes away. It uh, almost like kind of sticks a little bit and stretches, and then eventually frees itself and comes away, and immediately the guilt of it washes away. The guilt is gone. And you're able to look back on this in a very objective way, and you see that it was completely not your fault. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault that you were born with wild magic, and it wasn't your fault that it sprung up then. And you also see that there's people, while there were people who were very upset with you, you know that your father understood. This wasn't your fault. And she takes the guilt and she like kind of starts to hoard it. And then you see her form start to shift again into like this um, roiling storm cloud um, as she takes them, as she takes that, this, this orb of pulsating and throbbing emotion energy into herself. And this moment of, Sanity. This um, uh, this lucid moment seems to have passed, and she like all of a sudden the form just like recoils and it and it uh, 
disappears up into the, the heights of, of this room and out through one of the other entrances that you can see all along the top. It just seems like on every level of this fortress, there's entrances into this central chamber and she disappears into one of them. It's just like, boom. <laughs> like, did, what was that about? And a raven flies down and it lands on top of this gem and it starts tapping on like ding 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 and then it flies over to your lantern ding 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 flies back to the gem ding 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 like tapping on it with its with its beak and then lands in the ground and looks at you expectantly knowingly murderously no it <laughs> Easy there, killer. <laughs> hungrily. It's the raven stares at you hungrily. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of you just see Drenmai going from complete utter meltdown. Which you've right, never so much seen her, which you've never seen her do before to like Oh. Like things are fine now. Like she went from she went from like zero to five hundred miles an hour back down to like although I mean there's still some residual. You're not gonna go all the way back down to zero, but more like, you know, fifteen miles an hour. But there was like it's still a significant <laughs> change. It's like after yeah. you've had like that really good cry and then you're mm-hmm. you're just done. Yeah. Yeah, and like Hugo is like standing there like I, I don't like Are we done here? Can... I don't think so. The bird's trying to make us, it's trying to tell us something. Well, I can see that. Yeah. But like. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, I... Yes, hold on. And Thunic, uh, uh speaks with animals, or at least begins to do uh, spe- uh, uh, speech of. Uh... Leaf. This is where they understand you. Understand me, and I can sort of interpret. It's like interpretive yeah. dance. Mm-hmm. Like it's a two-way mirror. On the other side is is a speaker with me, and, and I'm seeing all the interpretive dance. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, uh, so what are we? So what's going on? How, how, can we help you? What's up? And it um it flies back up to the um uh to the to the gem taps on it with its beak and kind of like pokes its head like kind of like in in the lantern's direction and it flies down to your hand and back up then it goes up to the gem yeah head butts it what that's that's what what he thinks he's supposed to do and then he looks at the gem he goes dunk dunk and then looks at the gem Looks at the, the so lantern not hard. rather hard, like hard, like full on, like no, no, but more like you're more like you know when when you're an exploratory bonk. Yeah, it's an exploratory bonk. You know, when you're young, and you're like, I've learned that you can knock on doors with more than just your hand. <laughs> you like, tap on the door. That's what he does. He goes dun dun, and looks at the and he stares real hard at the lantern, and he's like, nothing's happening. <laughs> But the, 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 the raven looks at you quizzing, uh, with a quizzical look on its face. 
And then it looks over at it looks over at Eno. It looks over at Eno and it flies over to Eno, lands on his hand, flies back up to the to the uh It was like clearly I'm dealing with an idiot. So flies over to Eno. So tries to indicate. I don't think I did it right. It's your turn. You're supposed to do it. It flies over my hand, and then what does it do? It, lands, it goes back to the gem. It lands back on top of this gem. Do I think that it wants me to pick the gem up? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know what you think. Um, Eno goes over and picks the gem up. So, well, it's floating in midair. It's like floating in space. Okay, it's floating. Right. Yes. So he yeah. grabs it. So he touches it. Uh, give me an Arcana check. Okay. Or wait, is that is that the um what's the spell casting? It's charisma, right? Yeah, but it's still arcane magic for bards. Yeah, so but I would I would allow you to use your charisma modifier on that. Because a bard uses their charisma to do Do you not spell attack. You want my my charisma modifier? Yeah, instead of rolling um mm-hmm. It's the same. Okay. Oh, it's identical. Okay. I mean, it ends up being the same. Okay. Uh, all right. So I'm rolling an Arcana check mm-hmm. or a Charisma check. Arcana. We'll do it. We'll, okay. we'll just make it Arcana. All right. It's fifteen. Fifteen. Um. You could sense an energy off of this that is very similar to the one coming off of Drenmai's, uh, Drenmai's, um, um, lantern. Lantern. Okay. Uh, but you could say that the, you can tell there's something flawed about the gem in that there's um there there is a it, it seems almost damaged in some way. Um, you think that it might be able to be patched, that it might be able to be repaired. Okay, so I I, re- I would relate that information to uh, Dren. I would say this this gem has a problem, um, but it can be fixed. I'll go over to it and let's see. I'll make my own Arcana check on it. I'll see make my I own assessment. Thank you. I'll make my. I will. I will go further into this Arcana to see if I can figure out what's wrong with it. Basically. No potato storms. It wasn't broken due to the headbutt. It was more like a head tap. It was a boop. It was an exploratory head bonk. <laughs> uh, 23. 23. Um, you, in your examination, you are certain now. And as you do this, you realize that Laura Lissa is like kind of mirroring you as you do this. As you're, as you're, um, testing this told you i wasn't interested no just kidding she's not not feeling you up she's feeling the (laughs) gem the same way um and you feel that because of her being there as well you're actually getting more information than you normally would um uh you feel like you're able to see kind of both this is like so there's times where you have been having to reach into one of your creations to try to get like something screwed in or a washer set, but you have to kind of do it blindly and you can't, and you're feeling around the opposite side with your hand 
and you can't ever get anything quite coordinated the right way. And like the nut keeps on falling off of the bolt because things are at an awkward angle. In this case, that is completely not happening because you have Laura Lissa there as well. And you know that somehow, and you can hear her think, this is it, isn't it? But what's wrong with it? It has a crack? It needs the power of friendship. No, don't. That doesn't actually. I don't actually say that. Go kiss Yugon. See if it works. Oh, don't. No. Not a good time. <laughs> and she says, I don't think that's really going to help what we need to do now. But it's going to be really funny. <laughs> but it'll be really cool for me. <laughs> As they're talking through this, like, I think you're supposed to hit it with your head like the bird did. <laughs> I bonk it. Both of you. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, stop, stop bonking like, it with your head. He's the stop. one that said that this is, he's basically guessed what everything has happened. So I'm just like taking what he's saying is gospel. <laughs> <It's a> head buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he's been right about everything else so far. <laughs> so, uh, well, when you headbutt it, nothing, nothing happens. And Laura Lissa does the same exploratory head bonk, and that doesn't seem to <laughs> improve things at all. Um, <laughs> The neck, that didn't work. At the same time. Ready? Set. Right, okay. Ready? Hugon, uh, Hugon just starts oh. laughing at them, like, loudly. <laughs> like, not nicely, either. Like, not with you, at you. That kind of laughing. As Hugon laughs, you... Uh, you actually f- sense that part of these cracks have start to... Uh, mend themselves. They so start, they start to seal. <laughs> so it's working. <laughs> I don't sense that. No, no. no. Uh, okay. Drenmai right. uh, and Laura were right there. And like, Eno, do you still have your hand right. on there? My hand? No, Eno. Eno, do you have your hand on there? Oh. Um. I mean, I think I would have let go of it mm-hmm. as Dren came up to start looking at it i think i would let go of it okay yeah um but yeah you notice that as he laughs it feels like the 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 gem um starts to heal itself i mentioned earlier could you just go do that for me and she goes please okay just trust me trust me on this one and Laura Lissa comes over and she walks up to you Hugon do you have the mask on by the way yeah the mask is on she walks up she goes take your mask off uh no just for a second just take your your (laughs) mask off for a second Why do you want? You can just take your mask, mask off for a second. Stop being an ass for five seconds. Take your mask off for five seconds. Listen, I'm, I'm not it. about to. And put she off rips with this the mask shit. off your head and just grabs well, you. So here's the funny thing: the mask will not come. Oh, off. Oh, really? So she like grabs at it, and she's like, <laughs> his like head is like fucking. Like, she's like, oh would God. you just take off? <laughs> and he's like, his hands are out to the side. He's like, it's not gonna come off. <laughs> she's like, just would you just take 
take the goddamn mask off for just two fucking seconds. Stop being obstinate. I know. I know this is your baseline. Would you just stop it for two seconds? I'm not taking the fucking mask off. <laughs> I'm over by the crystal laughing my ass off on the floor. <laughs> and as that's happening, you can sense that the the uh, the the crystal starts to heal even a little bit more. Yep, my theory was correct. I'm dying laughing. Fadok, <laughs> <laughs> come here. Okay. What? Go give Hugon a really big hug. <laughs> Trust me, okay? He needs it. He does look a little stressed. <laughs> Exactly. Like, like, he's Trust like, me. Still being like manhandled <laughs> by the by the face. As 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 that's going on, Eno starts playing some really quiet music, some <laughs> ambient music. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, to set the mood. <laughs> as Thinnick walks up to them, uh, both Lorelissa and Hugon, he's like. They both look stressed. They they get a they get <laughs> they get they get the full Hugon uh, the 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 full treatments here. Oh like, God! So the the true hug. The true hug. The the deep. Not the lesser hug. <laughs> not the even greater embrace. hug. It's not even greater hug. This is deep hug. Yeah. yeah. This is deep hug. This isn't like you just pat the shoulder thing. This no. is going like, in for the this full. Is like a very agitated cat. Like Hugon is like I fucking smiling, trying to figure out why the hell everybody went insane. But it's funny because as Thelic does this, he probably scoops both of you up like feet dangling. Yeah. From your perspective, it, it basically you're seeing like the world is going crazy, and then suddenly both you and Laura Lissa are like squeezed together. So it's like face to face, but yeah. it's like mask face. Like yeah, pump. mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like but it's like the cheek is like mashed up, like right, you know, like <laughs> right onto the mask. You feel like the face, like, your mask is being pushed in, like your nose is like. <laughs> Shut up, put me the fuck down. You're my friends. Shut up, put I me love down. you guys. I am dying on the floor. <laughs> and you can hear it loudly. <laughs> Stop playing that fucking instrument. It's okay. Everything's going to be okay. He thinks he's being like, he's like nice and you know when you're holding a friend you give him a little extra tight <laughs> and he gives does a thunic extra tight and oh, you're God. both basically constricted all right uh strength saving throw my friend strength check oh god strength check <laughs> oh god 17 okay you're feeling tight and it's like you you had you had gotten just enough of a breath where you're okay but this is like you're running out laura this is going <laughs> just got readjusted <laughs> like spine <laughs> Along yeah, you're hearing like <laughs> it's a chiropractic oh. adjustment. Like you hear like the shit, like like everything. Things are starting to pop. You're gonna try try kick Sonic in the balls. <laughs> and I have a natural twenty. Oh god! Oh, god. <laughs> oh shit! So Sonic <laughs> just like just like swing the leg just uh, straight you, into his groin. You take you uh, take a you take a shot to the to the gonads there. What would happen to the, yeah, I'm trying to figure out where, what portion of your. One point of uh, punting damage. Oh, God. 
Hold on. Spider cast punt. Let me attribute that to the damage. Can, can, can he do a strength save to see if he drops him? Yeah. Or like throws but, up. But at disadvantage. <laughs> at disadvantage. <laughs> Either he's dropping him or he throws up. It's like, Wouldn't that be a constant? Constitution save if you puke. Well, yeah. First one is the strength save to see if you drop him. At, at disadvantage because you just did get kicked in the nuggies. All right. With a nat 20. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's. You know what? Just for grins, I'm going to roll 2d20s for this since it's at disadvantage instead of one, of the, one over again. Oh, geez. There's a three and a four. You drop them. <laughs> They're both bad. You drop it, and it's oh. like, Gah! and just. <laughs> so I think it's we like know what. You... Hugo is like staggering away, and he stands up and he's fucking furious. Like the eyes are like I'm red. Laughing. He's like, you all need to calm the fuck down. I think at this point, though, even even the black figure behind it, behind him, it's, the shoulders are like shaking a little bit. You could like if it was possible. Uh, for, like there's some amusement that's happening. Yes, there's yeah. there's there's some things. There's some feelings here. Uh, you know, what's Eno's reaction to all of this? Uh, I think Eno uh, would cast calm emotions. Uh, because things are getting like a little heated, <laughs> so and he starts playing like a nice soothing song, little Christopher and, Cross. Yeah, um, <laughs> and every- is actually on his way over you to break that loot over your face. And everybody within a twenty foot sphere makes a charisma saving throw. Oh, I'm so bad at these. Oh no. Um, so I'm trying to make the target indifferent about creatures of my choice Ooh. that it's hostile towards. The indifference ends, indifference ends if the target's attacked or harmed by a spell or if it witnesses any of its friends being harmed. I have a six. <laughs> I, do not, I do not succeed. Yeah. I have two questions. Am I still rolling for, for vomiting? Uh, and, and do I roll this at a disadvantage considering that I'm on the ground in pain? No. I So the charisma saving throw is just a straight save. And let's, let us get a constitution save in there. I think, that that, I think that's only fair. Uh, Constitution is nineteen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're fine. You're able to. You're able to. The burning goes down, and the charisma is fifteen. So you're. So that. What was the. What was the number they had to hit? Fifteen. Okay, so Thunic, you make your saving throw, but you yeah. really weren't out. You, you didn't have like out. You're only. Your only. Your emotions were only love and affection. Um, Hugon fails his saving throw, so immediately uh, you feel a calm wash over you. Yeah, it's just like uh, he's, he he goes from red back down to yellow. Yeah, it's kind of like these guys. But how how long does that last? How long does the effect last? Uh, up to one one minute. Well, okay, long enough. <laughs> what was Dreadmai yeah. save? It says wait. It says when. When the spell ends, the creature becomes hostile again unless the DM rules otherwise. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be great. Getting oh. angry again. Yeah, so we have sixty seconds to work with this. Yeah, I'm just keep playing. Using my mind thing. Plung 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 plung. Calm, please. <laughs> we we need we need more laughter. So here's what you gotta do. <laughs> Apparently, Hugon's really calm right now. Take this advantage and go find his tickle spot. 
through the armor. This is going to be so not good. Like, look, can't you do it to Thunuk? I look over at Dread and I'm like, like, are you sure? She's doing this mentally. This is this is. Is it? Oh wait, are you saying this out loud or is this? Are you saying it out loud? Well, no, I'm I'm using the mental mental thing to Lorelissa. But she's giggling the entire time she's doing this. Exactly. And Laura Lissa starts giggling back. Okay, what kind of check because is this? Because he left, so Laura Lissa's behind him right now. So he can't see her. What would... <laughs> That's an awful big assumption from you, the player, who is not the DM. <laughs> no, but I want this to well, happen. No, you, the you, left, you left to go break the loop, so... I, I, I got like about three Lissa feet over there, and then he was like, spell time! <laughs> what? Okay, what kind of... How would she check for tickles? Is that like a that's an investigation check? I mean, like if she starts feeling me up, we're gonna have problems again. Well, <laughs> I, I kind of feel like this might be an AC related thing because she's through the armor. <laughs> it's true, and it is heavy armor. Uh, okay. There, there's always gaps in armor. <laughs> All right, I, I I got this. I got this. Okay. All right. Oh shit! Are no, your she's... ears exposed? She's what? Are Hugon's ears exposed? Okay. The the way it's is this works is he's got kind of like a, a coif, like a chain okay. coif. Mm-hmm. A, a helmet goes on top of him in the mask. Okay. Uh I'm guessing that a thirteen is not enough. No, she comes up so and she's, she's like, like poking at the armor. He's she's like, like what? poking at the armor and she's like try and she's like just I'm trying to do something and it's not working. And she can't. Maybe you should quit. And she's like, Dread, it's not working. I can't. I. Hmm. Um. Uh. So while while she's working on that, then. Um. <laughs> By the way, Hegon's still indifferent. He he, he can't be all oh, yeah, like he, pissed. He's That's... not like like he's he's okay. yellow. He's not like striking anybody, but he's like clearly like quit. There are. We're in the middle of a god's house, and you are <gasps> fucking trying to tickle me. Um, Hugon, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, this turned into PvP real quick. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's always uh, you it's always that Dren versus cease. it's Dren versus Hugon PvP, and I love it. This will uh-huh. cease the uh, calm emotions, just he's, so you know. He's punted her too, it's so fine. it's. <laughs> Wait, are you attacking him? We'll see. The spell is being cast at me without my permission. Yep. That constitutes an, ad- an attack of aggression. <laughs> what's, what, what do we get? What's the wisdom save? Oh, I'll... Wisdom save throw. Well, um, it rolled wisdom off save. into the, the nethers, so I have to find that. Yeah. Jack there it is. <laughs> okay, that is a 16. Let me see. That probably is going to be enough. I think so, because I think I have a 15 on this. So I think you save that. Okay, so I try and do something, and I'm, like, doing it, and it doesn't work. Hugon immediately becomes furious again. <laughs> this is this is all new. This is this is new fury. This only, this oh, only affects did, old fury. Uh, Laura Lissa did say, Dren, it's not working. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's beeline dread time. <laughs> and as you're walking over, uh, Dren, you you realize that the uh, gem has been made whole. 
It has been repaired. <laughs> cool. But I still see a charging Hugon. Oh, yes. He I'm, is charging. It's not a charge. You. It's a stalk. It's a very angry parent walk. <laughs> That's fine. I'm I'm still going to cast Prestidigitation, and it's going to be tenfold Hugon for uh, Thinook farts in between me and you. It's like, you can make stink <laughs> with that? Yeah, I can make sensory effects. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> so... You get you get lots of smell. <laughs> so if you're gonna get to me, you have to go through lots of stink. How badly does Hugo want to get to her? Strong, <laughs> find out. <laughs> Hugon, according to the dice, is very very angry, but he is once again. Reminded that they're in a god's house and the god necessarily isn't always going to be on their side, so he's <laughs> he calms down. The sooner that they can get out of here, the better. The second I see him like calm, I'm gonna go. Oh, he's I'm not calm, he just stops stalking at you. <laughs> yeah, you're not coming at me, so I'll be like, Okay, that worked. Does Back now, to my the gym. quick, quick, quick question now does this cloud are you able to control the exact space that it that it exists in? Or is it you just create it in a specific uh, spot? I know it lasts up to an hour if I want it. To. Oh my god! You farted in God's house. <laughs> it's kind of rude. Who hasn't? It's fair. So he was it. He who farts in church sits in his own pew. A lot of leg room, then. <laughs> It doesn't necessarily say it has to be restricted to um, an area. I need a constitution save from everybody. <laughs> I mean, it's a 10-foot... I think it's a 10-foot range. Yes, that's where it starts, but it is a gas. Yeah, it's a 10-foot range, but it's a fart, so... Oh. It moves. Friends. I need a con save from everybody. Okay. Ooh, 17. 14. Fourteen. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Hugon. I have really good oh, con. I didn't realize I needed to roll one again. Oh yes, you you. That, oh, I didn't know that. That's. I have a twenty-two. Okay, it is. This is eye-watering. The smell here, Thunuk, you recognize it. But it is it is overwhelming. But not to the point where you're like you're you're able to take a step back. And and at the, like the raven flies up in your hair, Thonic, and is like hanging out up there and like shaking its head, like shaking its beak. Um. So, um, now the raven actually uh, flies over to one of the doorways, um, and starts like tapping at the edge of the doorway, and then it flies back. To I'm you. probably still super interested in the gem. Well, then it flies to the gem, and then it flies back to the doorway and taps on the door, and then flies back to the gem and is tapping on the gem, basically going back and forth between this doorway and the gem now. So can I pick up the gem? Uh, yes, you can try to wrap your hand. I mean, you have to jump up and grab it a little bit, but yeah, you can try to grab it. And you can, like, as you grab it, it's like, slowly floats down to, like, your level. And now you feel like you're almost able to, like, push it. Um, okay, I'll manhandle it and then I'll start making my way to the door. 
Yeah, you, you can't even get your arms around this thing. This thing is just, like, almost bigger than you. So, um, do you all follow Dren towards this doorway? I guess. I'll dispel the stink. <laughs> I'm going to open the door for everyone. Okay. Okay. Oh, where are you going? No, I see you going in front of me to open the door, which is what I'm going I was gonna do, and I and I and I like back off because you're much bigger than I am, and I don't want to get knocked over. Oh, I was hoping for like a <laughs> so three Stooges I... moment of like both of you, like <laughs> I got it. No, I got it. No, I got it. No, no I got it. After you, no, after you, please, I insist. <laughs> Maybe another time. We'll do that. <laughs> um. So you open the door. It's another of these very smooth crystalline hallways. The, the the raven flies, you know, flutters down the hallway a little bit to the edge of your vision. You know, ah! You know, gives you a little cause at you. And starts leading you down this hallway. Um, it's well, a- like peer around the gym. Okay, we're still going the right way. <laughs> um, and then uh, you, you, you eventually get down to the end of this hallway and uh, it, it's a, it comes to another door. And um, um, the raven starts tapping on the door, so you know, Thunic, you probably are in front. Of, you know, you open, open the door, and here you see in front of you, um, and as best as you could tell, you have not left the palace yet. You have not left the fortress of memory. It doesn't seem like um, you've walked far enough, based on what you saw from just the sheer size of this thing from the outside. But it is very disconcerting with this. Uh, the way these these this hall these hallways twist and turn. There's part of you that thinks that it should have circled back on itself already, back into the main hallway, but it didn't. Um, and when you open this door, before you is this incredibly um, verdant cave-like structure. Uh, it's being lit by this bioluminescent fungus. And here's like the first time in, I'd say as long as you can remember as being in the shadow fell, that you're seeing actually vibrant color. Hey, I'm just going to stay here. (laughs) Fuck the rest of this stupid plane. And you see, it looks like fireflies, a little, you know, um, kind of blinking around. Um, And in the middle of this enormous cavern, which in and of itself, when you're looking at it, seems like it's almost as big as the that first main room that you were in is growing this tree of gargantuan uh, proportions. Um, It looks it, it has like the structure of a very, very old oak tree. But the uh leaves and the blossoms on it very much look like a a cherry blossom tree in full bloom where you get like the full pink um um and the air is a little the air is a little damp it's a little moist in there and the ground squishes beneath your feet it feels like you're actually walking in some kind of soil but you can see uh, as you look you can see these energies that are flowing all up and down these trees and through the bark and through or through the uh, through the, the the roots of this tree down to the ground and then back up again almost like you're watching rivulets of water run but the, it, it in and of itself seems to be of some kind of um some kind of energy you're not quite sure what 
I probably don't see shit. So I'm probably more looking at Sanook and <laughs> yeah. he's what are you guys probably looking at? like really happy. <laughs> yeah. Like I've got big gem in my face, so I probably see really distorted things through it. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I'm yeah so for you, Sanook. you're seeing everything inverted and backwards through this gem. And it's all like funhouse mirrored. So for you, it looks like a yeah. very, it looks like a very tiny tree in the middle of this room. It looks like it's it, like. Is this basically like a giant glass ball, like all polished, not faceted? Yeah, it's very, it's perfectly uh, um, smooth and round. Uh, is basically, his entire reaction is, ooh, pretty. And he sees uh, Drenmai looking up at him mm -hmm. and around. Um, so he reaches down to pick up the gem so she can, to take it off her hand so she can see stuff. Mm-hmm. Look, it's so really cool. different. It's very cool. What do we do? <laughs> I'm going to go talk to the tree. Okay. I never seen it before. Gonna talk to the tell tree. Tell me what it says. Yep. Even though we probably can't talk back to him, he's still going to do it. What did the tree say last time? Last thing he spoke to, though, was a plant, was a fungus. No, I'm talking about like in your dream. That's right. We never actually encountered this. Uh, <laughs> you got uh, doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Everything's different now since we met. Uh, we, we met the the, the, the nice lady. Mm -hmm. That's where we, we met the guy with the mask. You have no idea if talking to the tree is a good idea. It's a tree. You you seriously think that that's a tree, and not some sort of crazy <laughs> magical nonsense? Seneca looks over at the tree. You're a tree, right? And like Hugon crosses his arms and looks at the tree and waits for a response. Oh, I guess not. Doesn't sound like it's a tree, or else it would have identified itself. <laughs> you have to tell me if you're a tree. <laughs> if you're a tree and I ask you, you gotta tell me, right? <laughs> it's the law. <laughs> Does the tree respond in any tree capacity? Tree. I don't, I don't, rustle. I, there is a gentle rustling, but you're not sure of what if whether it's in response to you or just because you know it's this it's this enormous organism. Um, you know, give me a perception check. It's exactly what I was just gonna do. Ah, well, and let, it's a 19. 19. Ooh. Well, let me ask you first what is it that you were trying to perceive? I was trying to see if we'll do it um, the tree looks evil in any kind of way. Like I see cherry blossoms and it looks like a nice tree, but you know, do I see it moving untoward or is this tree an asshole? Yeah. Does this tree look <laughs> not a nice tree? Is this the opposite of the giving tree where it's the, the ass the taking, kicking tree? It's the taking tree. Uh, Eno has heard of trees in weird places that are not good trees. I um, think. Okay, so from that angle, no, you are not getting any kind of bad vibe off of the tree. Okay. What you are noticing, though, is that your loot strings seem to be uh, resonating with something. And you hear... Um, so it's almost like... Um, and I know because you have a guitar, I know you know this, um, that 
if something is at the same tone as your string or within the same range as this as your, the strings that are on your guitar on a lute if it's in the same resonance the, the string will actually vibrate in response to that and it's like a harmonic harmonic exactly yeah yeah and it's and it, you're you you notice that your lute it, it it sounds like it's playing its own song but very very quietly almost like it's um it's picking up an echo of a song but it's it's it, so so it's it's not like the, it's not like a self-playing piano where it's like it's actually playing the song but you can kind of hear you know it, it's the strings are are vibrating and resonating with something something in the air that's causing like this um very uh ephemeral song to your ears do i recognize it it's no song that you recognize no it's not like it's not a specific tune it's more like um a harmonious melody that seems to be completely improvised but always uh playing the correct notes with each other and even even the discordant notes that are coming through only add to the grandeur of this very very complicated song but again you're only hearing like this echo through the strings of this lute if i take a step towards the tree does it get louder at all like like he would try and move around and see if it gets louder as you get closer to the tree it does become an ever just by the smallest of measures but it yeah yeah if you're trying to like triangulate you're kind of figured out that yeah this is coming from the tree yes and uh, and I would like look around and say, does anybody else hear this? And would we hold up perception? Perception checks. Fifteen. Fifteen. Sixteen. Sixteen. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, Thunic, you think you might hear it, but you think you might hear it because. Eno said, "Hey, do you hear that?" Um, Hugon and Dreadmai, you do hear some kind of uh, song coming again. It's it's more of like an echo that that you're hearing coming from the strings of this lute. It's not loud. It's not defined. Um, you do not have the musician's trained ear right. that Eno has. But we've also gotten used to him playing songs, so I've yeah. Like, so you're yeah. So you're aware of there's a song, song, but you're not. You, you don't necessarily pick up the same complexity that Eno is able to pick up. You hear, you're hearing like the sum total of the, of the symphony being played. Um, whereas, maybe I thought he was humming. Hmm. Like maybe I thought he was humming more yeah. than a song's being played. Yeah, but you're and you're able to hear like the entire thing. Whereas Eno, you're starting to pick out individual instruments as if the tree is one of the instruments and other things are other instruments or do i think all the instrumentation is coming from all of the instrumentation is coming from the tree like you're standing Um, outside of the concert hall and you're able to pick out muffled as they are you're able to pick out the some of some of the individual instruments but you feel like there's so many playing that you would never be able to ever fathom and understand all of the different sounds that are that you're that are coming through this 
this melody? I think uh, Eno would get out his uh, his flute mm-hmm. oh. and start playing along with the lute. Ooh. Like he would put the lute next to the tree and start playing along with it. Oh, wow. I had not anticipated this. Give me a performance check. Okay. Ants, come with, take the lute and try to stuff it down there. No, you little <laughs> bastards! Okay, that sucked. Okay, that, oh wow, two fives in a row, are you kidding me? That's 15. Um, well, you have a plus 10 to fucking yeah, plus performance? Yeah, plus 10. Jesus Christ. Uh, you're <laughs> saying five, I'm like, no. Oh no, I'm wrong. Um, you were having trouble keeping up. This is uh, this is definitely a very complex tune. Um, so you're having trouble finding the melody and the pacing that go along with it. This sound, this is if you had you've had it before, where you've had groups of musicians that have played together for a very very long time and know mm-hmm. each other's idiosyncrasies and know the little nonverbal cues, the little musical cues of hey, this is where you're going to pick up this part. So you have a little difficulty trying to find your way into it. But you're able to get a few notes in here and there. And even the notes that are a little off still somehow sound correct within the context of the greater composition. And you feel as though you're starting to able to pick out specific songs within the song. And you're able to pick out a familiar one. And it's a song that could that that it's a song that means home. So I think I think he would just like he would try and he would try his hardest to like maintain that and, and do and try and try and do it better. And because like, Mm -hmm. once you get kind of in the zone of, of sort of improv with, with, with other musicians, Mm -hmm. there's sort of this, this uh, trance like state that can come that, that can come about. And Mm -hmm. so he's starting to, I think he's starting to feel that, um, that state and like once you get in that state like nothing else is mm-hmm. going on like you don't really pay attention to anything else so he's just like in that that zone right so now you know has put his loot down in front of the tree and as he does so the song is a little bit more um audible than it was before to everyone and he starts playing along and you can see he struggles with a few of the notes at first and he's finally able to get uh, a flow going there um Thunuk, give me a history check. And Drenmai, give me one as well. Um, so, uh, yeah. Oh, God. That was a one. History. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Uh, Drenmai, the song sounds vaguely, vaguely, vaguely familiar to you. Like, you've heard it once before. You just can't remember when. Um, you, you've been around for 400 plus years. This, you've heard many, many songs. This sounds like one of them long forgotten. Uh, Thunic, I think you just might be distracted by the shinies, by the, 
by the 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 fireflies. All my new plant friends that I can and plant fireflies friends. and stuff. Yeah. We're sitting on a grassy knoll looking at the tree, listening to music, just yay. <laughs> <laughs> if if I were to tell you that's technically my one is a two, would that make any difference? <laughs> you feel the ever so slight stirring in your bones, but you're not quite sure why. Uh, That's nice. Hugon. Yeah, I was about to say, it's just another remnant of your food binge. <laughs> yeah. Give me a history check. Okay. Ooh, not good. Ten. Ten. You feel suddenly very homesick. Not for Cormier, though. You feel very homesick for the bed that you've made for yourself at in Pinedale at the Silver Harrier. Well, that makes sense given that this place sucks. <laughs> but you're reminded you're reminded of sharing a drink of very 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 good whiskey with the bartender at the mm. Silver Harrier. You remember it was after um at the time a not necessarily a hard fought battle, but definitely a battle worthy of your attentions, mm -hmm. a battle that, you know, you've been in battles uh, in your life where for you, they seemed inconsequential, mm -hmm. not, not, not the results in to say the loss of life and limb, but more in that you didn't necessarily see. It was just a battle that was going to fade into the memory of many mm -hmm. battles. But this was one of those battles that you remembered because it was something that you fought for. You fought for a purpose. There was a good outcome in this. And being that you know that those battles can be few and far between, and you suddenly just have a feeling of homesickness mm. as Eno plays this song. But all of you are very haunted, and not not necessarily in a, in a negative way, and in, 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 um, more like in a listening to Enya kind of way by this song. <laughs> Uh, okay. A very specific feel. <laughs> well, uh, okay. not haunting like, uh, hey, something discordant. Yeah, yeah. Not, ooh, more like, oh. <laughs> and, you know. I feel like I'm an elf in a, in a, in a forest, even though elves aren't real. Hmm. <laughs> How weird. <laughs> but wait a minute. Elves are real. I know elves. I've met elves. You, sir, are no elf. <laughs> <laughs> um,. You know, give me another uh, performance check, but again with advantage this time because we're we're you're, he's in the zone. Okay. Right into sorry. Okay, nineteen. Nineteen. You think you figured out what this is? Um. And you think you figured out how it might work. You think that this is a world tree. Oh. And that because you've now been able to discern the song of home, the song of Faerun, However, that song exists in the celestial tapestry of planes that 
it's possible to use this to navigate home. To navigate somewhere safe. And all it would take is a proper amount of focus with you playing that you could then direct this energy and leave the shadow fell. So I, I, I stopped playing my flute mm -hmm. and I, I pick up the lute and I put it back uh, mm -hmm. on, on my shoulder. And um, uh, now do I think that the tree has to be there in order for this to work? Or is this a matter of like, I have somehow found a traveling song no, you think or, this is a, a mechanism of it's the song combined with the tree itself. Okay. It's it's a it's All a right. it's a twofer. Okay, so um he You need the car and the map. This this is basically <laughs> this is the car and the map. Gotcha. He he turns around to the group and he says, um I can take us back home. And the, and he and he kind of moves his head and he says, "I don't know if it's. I can take you to your home." I've I, just been listening to music, so I'm just gonna be like, yeah. "How?" He's he he says, "Does does Dreadmai have I'm, like a little like light that she's been?" Well, I'm next to the giant crystal, so. Yeah. I'm in very big shiny happiness right now. <laughs> I just want to see Dren at a concert with like a lighter. Uh-huh. It's just like this basketball size. Yeah, exactly. Mineral. <laughs> yeah, and you're able says, to see like is, lights around it. Is, this is, is like Woodstock for Dren, just more by herself. <laughs> your own private Woodstock 50. I, I don't know if I don't know if he's heard them talk about Pinedale. Has they mentioned Pinedale really? Probably not. <laughs> That's no, my they, knowledge. I don't think so. So he, he says, um, a place called Pinedale? Yeah. That's home. Yeah. For now. <laughs> nice place. Fully blowed up. He says, there's something about this tree and this song. And I, I think I figured out how to play the song right. And we could go to Pinedale. The only thing Thinnick took out of that is, see, it's a tree. <laughs> it seems like it's a lot more than just a tree. It's some kind of focus device or some kind of compass. I'm not sure, but it seems like it's taught me how to get us back to Pinedale or how do you how to get you back to Pinedale and how to get me there too well that would be really convenient <laughs> and not to not that I want to help the shadowy creature in the library that y'all talk to but like we haven't done anything that they asked us here to accomplish so I'm 100% cool leaving And also, we need to go back for the book that um, apparently we don't have. Yeah, the book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have book. not forgotten about the book. I haven't forgotten about Good. the book. Good. Good. Not a cookbook? 
Yes, the not a cookbook. The not a cookbook. That we were supposed to bring and that you did not bring. In my defense, no one told me to do that. <laughs> we I... were there looking for a book, Thunuk. Noted for future reference. Was it that book? It, oh. it was that book. But that's okay. We established that. And for future reference, I know that I need to be more specific. Okay. Um, sorry. It's okay. It, it's all right. It's still there. As far as we know, it's still there. Oh, it had better still be there. The place is still there. I'm sure the Duragar is still there. Uh, you know, we can go clean up that stuff and get the book, it'll be fine. But what were we supposed to do for the big I don't really right care. Oh. I, I, I don't remember and I don't care. I That's a lie, I do remember. I just really don't care. <laughs> uh, what's the twig doing? Oh, uh, so you pull the twig out and the twig is pointing directly at the tree. Like as fervently as a, as a twig can point at something. I walk towards the, or then walks towards the tree. Okay. I want to look at, you know, since, since Jen's very much a person that and then looks at Hugon, does not like to leave unfinished business. Shut up! <laughs> you do this all the time! Shh! Stop it! I ask you. <laughs> and then I look back at Eno. If a song is able to get us home, can you find this world song? Oh. Um... Maybe, but I think I would have to find another tree like this someplace in order to get back here. It's not entirely impossible, but if we're already here, it might be easier to coordinate this song while we're here. Try to find this world's song. Mm -hmm. uh, I can try to do that. Um, so he takes the lute back off mm -hmm. puts it <laughs> next to the tree. He takes his flute back out. Should I roll another performance this would check? Be, yes, another. Indeed, it would be another performance check. Okay. Uh, that's another 19. You die. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, roll. Time to roll uh, a new character. Time to roll a new character. It's, it's been fun. <laughs> now, uh, 19. Yeah, you're able to start picking through the various threads of this symphony again. Uh, okay. Now you've able... There's a lot there to unpack. Um, but being that you're currently in that world, you think you're able to suss out some of the more discordant notes that might uh, mean, th mean for this world. You think you might need to spend a little bit more time working on this and as you're doing this your head is starting to s swell not like physically 
but like your mind is just feeling it's swelling with information um to the point where it's getting almost difficult to concentrate just with the amount of information as you're trying to um you're you're starting to ex- you feel like you're starting to exceed your bandwidth mm. um like is this johnny mnemonic and exceeding the the megabyte load that he had in his brain <laughs> Uh, more just with the, it's more like the amount of um, it's more just the amount of information being processed at once that it's going to take you. But you think you've been able to, to suss out what the the tune is to to if you were able to um, find the proper tools, you could recreate you could recreate the song and possibly engage in this again. So I, I think if if I've got it. Mm-hmm. I think what I would do is I would take out this battered journal mm-hmm. and I would write down as much information as I could mm-hmm. on the notes. I would basically write, you know, I've already got like, sh- you know, sheet staff stuff like written out for when I want to mm-hmm. write something down like that. And so I think I would start filling it up with as much of the song as I could. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sort of transcribe it. Okay. So you take a few minutes, you get as much information as you possibly can about these songs. Okay. Yeah. I keep waiting, since this is a Shadowfell, I keep waiting for like a Hellraiser kind of person to show up and be like, there is a secret song at the heart of the universe. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 we don't like this. We're leaving now. <laughs> Play the song that ends the world. <laughs> it's sound as razors through flesh. <laughs> I have such tunes to play for you. No tears. It's a waste of good suffering. Wow. I've seen that movie a lot. I, I'm picking <laughs> up on that. <laughs> uh, can Thunuk touch the tree? It's Dungeons and Dragons. I, I, don't think, I think you can. I think, are well, you ready for the consequences of touching the tree? The... the the twig otter gave him mm-hmm. told him they should show him the way mm-hmm. and he still it's like it's just this is the way mm-hmm. so he's basically walking up to the tree mm-hmm. around the tree because maybe he's on the other a- side of the around tree. the tree would take you the better part of an hour it's that large this is a very large tree okay wow gargantuan wow. I like, did not anticipate the size of this tree. Levels. I thought it was a, I thought it was an impressive tree. This is like a Tolkien esque at the it, beginning it, of the impressive world. Impressive trees, like look to this tree and start to feel bad about themselves. Yeah. Okay. Um, like that. that as they, realize- like an impressive tree would look at this tree and be like, "Well, I might as well just be a house now." <laughs> I'm lumber. No, not really, uh, because then the, then the larger tree would say, no, it's okay, you're a tree too, it's fine, and it would make them feel better about themselves. While Eno is writing, uh, mm-hmm. trying to figure all that stuff out, uh, Thunuk becomes trapped in his own little, I, I should go the direction Otter told me to go, and it goes mm-hmm. t- straight towards the tree, and starts like padding at the tree to see if there's ways into it. <laughs> I wish to be inside the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I read too far into the nature domain thing, and apparently I don't get this really cool thing that I thought I already had until like spell level five, which mm-hmm. is 
I can enter trees. Ah. Um, so you place your hand in the tree. Do a let's first let's do a perception check. Okay. I keep trying to do roll twenty in the, in the chat and zoom, and it's not going to work. Uh, why did I not remember this? Twenty one. Um, you start having the same sensation that uh, Eno was having, in that you recognize this as being more than a tree. Um, that the, you, you, you think that the structure of the universe could potentially be roots that are infinitely interconnected and that the root of this tree, as it spreads out through the universe, through the multiverse, ends up becoming new trees in other places and that it's a tree fractal and but that tree did not come after this tree nor did this tree come after the trees in the other worlds and that with the proper knowledge you think you understand how this tree connects with trees that you know and that the trees might look like different things when you get there it might not be that it looks that a tree might be something else a tree is not always a tree the tree is a lie <laughs> the tree is a lie Look over but, here having a religious experience. He's, oh yeah, totally, totally. But you you see the connection between the song that Eno is playing, and um, you start to feel something in your bones uh, that connects with how ancient this tree is. Now I need you to make. A what kind of what would a willpower check? That'd be an intelligence check. Willpower? willpower. Isn't that just wisdom? Willpower? Wisdom? Oh wisdom. wait, that's not in this version. No, that's yeah. it. Willpower is like will saves or wisdom saves. Wisdom will save. is let's, yeah, let's do a wisdom save then. Let's let's get on that sweet whiz. Twenty one. Twenty one. You as you touch it and you're as you're coming to this conclusion, as you're having this realization, you almost start to feel yourself being jerked forward. Like almost being sucked into a uh, river flowing like a torrent. But you're able to pull yourself back because you realize that if you didn't, you would potentially get washed into this river without the proper navigation, without the proper guide to get you where you need to go. And you don't know where you might end up. Uh, Thunuk is going to grasp his uh, holy symbol mm -hmm. and pray to the four. And... As he finishes his prayer, like asking for for guidance, he's he's basically said, "It's like, are you there, Otter? Is this the right it's way?" Me, Thunuk. <laughs> me, Thunuk. Help! Help! Please. And the um, you see in front of you this briefest of flashes of this 
like force ghost looking otter that looks up to you and just says there are many points of view swim and it dives into one of the roots and it it almost like it's drawn into the um one of the little runnels of run the rivulets of energy that's flowing through this tree and just it just zips back away I'm just gonna take this literally. We're fucked. <laughs> hey guys, I, I, I'm being told I should go for a swim. So I'll be right back. I may be not. I don't. Uh, then maybe know. you shouldn't go <laughs> if you don't know if you're coming back. Because if we have to go find would you, you would you like to come Why with could a swim hurt he needs Let's to go for a swim do you see any do you see any water around the tree that you I don't know, know do i see any water it it's DM? uh no no water um just these just like the, the 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 energy dripping down through this tree looks like water behaves like water but it's very obviously it's glowing like it's like if, if the trunk is very dark like a very dark, almost uh, ebon-colored uh, bark. It's like these little glowing blue and green rivulets that are coming down and working their way through. Um, but you know, as you as you, finish, I probably still make the same argument. Like, as you finish one. transcribing this, you're pretty sure you you figured out the methodology for how to get how to make this work in a way that would get you where you want to go. So, uh, Eno turns to Thunic and says, you know how to swim? Yeah. Okay. Don't you? Uh, I think so. Um, but we don't have to swim. I, I, I have it. I have it. We can get home. Do, did you, did you want to go home? Is that why you wanted to swim? Um, no, Otter told me to, to sw- I don't know where I'm go- where We're supposed to. Maybe. This but maybe we're about to where I should go. And he shows you the stick. This is probably the first time you've seen it. Or oh, that's... you look at it and he's like, it tells me where to go. And he, he like, it does this sort of thing with it when he's like, and you see it always pointing at the tree. And it's literally just a stick. <laughs> and he, you know, turns to everybody else and says, are we ready? Then it seems like Thunuk is ready. Hugon looks to Lorelissa and Drenmai. Is that going to solve your guys' little problem? You call me little? No, I'm just kidding. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Do we need to do what the shadow creature told us to do? Because if we don't, I say we leave. We have a job waiting for us. Well, we did give the memory to the god, which was supposed to help us. I mean, it got you the crystal thing, didn't it? Yeah, but I don't know what it does. What? Neither do I. And like, you want to like bring the god back and maybe speak to her about it? I'm not opposed to that. I kind of am, but I, mean, I don't want to ever have to come back here, ever. 
Like, <laughs> Don't make me bring her back in here. <laughs> like, if we can solve everything that is wrong with you two today in the here and now and never have to come back to this place, I will be very pleased. So if you think that bringing the goddess back will help with that, and I guess I'll have to endure it. <laughs> um. Well, oh, is the raven still with us? Yeah. Uh, the raven is not with you. The raven did not come into this chamber with you. Can I investigate this crystal and see if I know if this is if like how this is supposed to help me, or if I can figure something out before we leave this plane? Uh, do an Arcana check. Uh, 25. 25. Uh, you get the impression that by bringing th that this is somehow linked to your um, somehow linked to the gem uh, that that's in your lantern, the one that's been corrupted in some way. But by somehow bringing this gem that has now been um, fixed back with you through this uh, through this roadway home that it should uh, filter out all the corruption around this gem. That way it's not it's not going to be creeping into other parts of your lantern and soul. Okay. So, as Hugon was talking to me and I'm, I'm like nervous about leaving the realm, you just see Dren full-on spider hug legs and everything the crystal and like mash your face up against it almost like listening to it okay how are you gonna fix me and i'm like talking to it and as soon as i kind of have like a, a feeling about it i'll i'll slide down it but i'm still holding it like and i'll kind of look at hugon around the edge of it Okay, fine, we can go. Fair enough. So, Nark, are you still going for a swim? Uh. Uh. Nook is very torn. Um. Why don't you come with us? And then you can go to for a swim afterwards. If you still want to take go for a swim. I'm afraid it's like negotiating I'm afraid with a kid. Of, <laughs> I'm afraid of getting of you getting lost. I, I feel like if you go for a swim, you might get separated from us. That is a good point. Yes. Um Okay. And he's got his other hand on um, on his holy symbol this entire time, and it's like under his breath. He's like, "I hope that's okay, Otter. I'm gonna go that way. Okay, bye bye." Matt, don't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> don't at me. Uh, because yeah, most of his prayers and like, or they're basically like letters home sorts of things, or like 
like how a five-year-old tells a story and like the end <laughs> hello mutter hello otter <laughs> um but yeah he uh the next like yeah uh, okay let's go okay so you know you start playing the song and everyone kind of gathers close and you feel yourself being drawn and almost feels like um you're swept into a um a column of water that's constantly twisting and turning but you're not feeling like you have to hold your breath or anything you're not feeling yourself being jostled about you're just aware of the of the movement and um as you're as you get to certain at a certain point you can kind of get the briefest of glimpse of all the different places where these roots reach and its reach seems to be infinite in that you're able to see places where science and technology are the are the same as magic and you see a place uh, where the entire world is nothing but a, a great city. You see a place where the entire world is just on a one, one round plane um, sitting on the back of a turtle. And you get swept and flow through. And you find yourself appearing. Um, you, and when you finally get your senses about you again, where you have a sense of time and place again... Um, you find yourself standing uh, in the middle of the square of Pinedale. It is nighttime. Uh, you're not quite sure how many hours past sunset it is, but based on um, the first thing you notice is that there are very warm breezes is, is blowing uh, through town. And it everything is in very full bloom at this point. You feel that you might actually be, it might be around early summer in in Pinedale. Um, and uh, lights are about, and you can smell the smells of people cooking. And, uh, the, you know, the, the, um, the, it's, it's still bright enough that it's got that it's it's where you know the lights are out uh the lamps are being lit but the sun is still distant in the horizon so it's not deep night just yet um you can see the fireflies uh blinking and glowing uh off into in the treetops beyond um you see um there's there's uh, guards that are patrolling um and uh you hear a little cuckoo and you hear it kind of repeated throughout the town. And that is where we will end our game this evening. To be clear, before we end, the town is not on fire. The That's not why. The town is warm. not on fire. <laughs> okay, good. The town is, good. in fact, not on fire. I didn't do it. And that's and a just says, that was a, what... <laughs> He just says, that was a nice swim. <laughs> so... Uh, folks who are watching, thank you very much for sticking around for a few extra minutes. It just seemed like there was we we needed to allow this to become to come to a natural conclusion this evening. So thank you very very much. We will come back for the most abbreviated version of Table Talk in just a couple of minutes, um, and where we will discuss uh, favorite moments of the game. We'll find out what Viking Goat is playing this week on Late to the Game, 
and we will go from there. I will say this, that we will be off next week for uh, PAX East, so you can get your get, get your ACK ink on, and then we will also be off the following week. We'll be taking a two-week hiatus. If there is alternative programming, there we will make sure to let people know via the tweet zores. so follow us at Eat, Drink, Roll. And um, we will be come back with more TMX in two weeks, but we'll be right back with Table Talk. So, folks, thank you very much. We will see you in just a, just a minute here.